know what to tell you. Well, I wish you'd tell us everything, but I know you won't, so I won't even ask the gory details. You're never going to be one of us, Beth, if you don't start opening up. I'll tell you that right oh, now. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Come on. After the show, we all sit in a circle <laughs> and we just talk about what we did with our, old, with our partners this weekend. What do you say? Uh, how am I going to go g- on if I'm not one of you it's guys? It's a pal thing. It's a pal thing. Come on. I be know. a pal. Give us the gory details. Okay. Good song choices this morning? That'd be mine. Oh, the old Dark Side Dave. I see you. You had a last minute change of heart there. Yeah, you Beth. Beth was giving me a hassle about it. Why? Because you picked Pink Floyd? It's too depressing. I like Pink Floyd, uh-huh, but uh-huh. it's going to bring me down. That's I knew right. it was going to be some um, some alternate that I wouldn't like as well. Well, well okay, there's a song with the title Trapped Under Ice. Does that bring you up? <laughs> Beth, you're a strange bird. Okay, listen to this uplifting number from the, the Metallicas. On uh, D-Sider Radio. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday. Wake the F up. It didn't really snow too bad, so you got nothing to worry about. I don't think. Radio 104 and XL 102. Yeah. D-Sider Radio, Radio 104 and XL 102. Aren't you glad that you discouraged Dark Side from playing Hey You by Pink Floyd? I like Hey You by Pink Floyd, but it still wasn't going to wake me up. Now, that thing... I was a waker-upper. <laughs> you awake now? <laughs> <laughs> I think she's awake. Although, if you listen to the lyrics, they're pretty depress- depressing. He's trapped in this hell. Yeah, I do. Stuck in the cell. Oh, well. Farmer in the dell. <laughs> that feel. He can rhyme. <laughs> hey, we're back. D-Sider Radio Radio 104 If I didn't say that already. Although, it's kind of like up to, to hear uh, Hey You, actually. So was I. Seeing those, well, I, I'm not... I don't... I have to see. It's I your choice, Dave. You should have played it. I don't know, you know. I own the wall. Mm-hmm. I don't own any records, but lately I've been running that box set commercial. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's like you're sitting there going, wow, that's a lot of good tunes, you know? And I've seen those pictures and they're going, those guys look pretty rocking. You know, they don't look so... I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Really, really paid attention to them because they were more of a light show than anything else, but they... The old pictures of them had a lot of attitude. I think Dark Side of the Moon is a great record. I And I had the wall. I mean, I had the wall going back to grammar school, but I don't know. I just thought I needed something louder. Like Metallica. No, per- <laughs> First time I heard Dark Side of the Moon was a freaking nightmare. This is, this is how it goes. This is like 1974, all right? <laughs> How old are you, Beth Lockwood? 74. You're well, it depends. I turned four in October of that year. Okay. Nick, you're two? He's I was one. Yeah. Dark Side Dave, same. You guys are in Pampers. Yeah. Okay. We're in Dark Side. Your family didn't buy the Pampers, did you? No, actually, I just found out this weekend I was wearing uh, the uh, the cloth ones. What a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no surprise at all there. <laughs> Parents own their own set. I know my mom and dad did. Anyways, uh, my car, I'm playing it with a band called Peacock. P is in P, C is in cock. Those of you on the left can see the P. Those of you on the right can see the cock. That's what the keyboard use player used to say. Most embarrassing <laughs> statement I ever heard. That's, that's all more embarrassing than, does anybody remember laughter? I would say. Uh, I, used to, I used to cover my eyes every time I would say it. Uh, anyway, uh, and I'm driving home from Brewster, and somewhere between Brewster, New York, and Armonk. 
wherever the frig that is, on 684 for those of you who live up this way. In the dead of winter, I run out of gas. This is about 4.30 in the morning. On a stretch road, 20 miles, it's one of those long spaces in between exits. You know, sometimes you get on a, on a, a freeway where there's like a 20-mile break. I'm dead in the middle. Dead in the middle. No cars on the road. I'm wearing a short, light, glance, some, I don't know, glitter jacket, platform shoes, <laughs> and now I'm walking. It's snow on the ground. It is sub. It is like freezing, and I'm trying to walk about 20 miles. To, I have no idea where the nearest gas station is. It's not like, I, I don't, and I'm familiar with, those of you familiar with 684 know there's no gas stations off to the sides. They're like, you get off an exit, and then you wander. And I'm walking, and I'm going, they're going to find me dead. They're going to read my obituary. Struggling rock star dies, freezes to death on side of road, <laughs> looking for gas. So, and I'm, anytime a car would come out, I am sticking the thumb out with the big welcome back Cotta Afro going on <laughs> and the mustache, you know. And you could, the cars are veering off of, around me to not pull over to get me. Finally, a car picks me up. And I'm going to tell, finish telling this story, Nick. And I'll, car pick, two guys pick me up in a car. I'm like, great. I get in the back seat, and I'm sitting back there. Now I'm going, what kind of guys pick up a guy that looks like me in the middle of the night? And there's music playing, and, and they're talking kind of to each other. And then they start, one guy starts like laughing, like, <laughs> and I'm freaking out in the backseat. I'm going, they're psychos. I'm going to die. I'm going to be killed. Now I'm not going to freeze to death. I was murdered. Well, at least that's a little more glamorous than freezing to death. And then I realize that it's on the, the tape player, the A-track. Oh, yeah. It's that middle break in Dark Side of the Moon with the laughter and the talking and everything. I realized it's coming out of the tape. And I said, what the hell are you guys listening to? And they go, oh, man, it's a new CD, Dark Side of the Moon. I think it was new at the time. He's like, yeah, it's Pink Floyd. Check it out. You know, and I'm listening to it. I'm like so freaking relieved that I'm not going to be killed. And these guys wound up like driving me miles and miles out of the way. Got the gas, brought me back to my car, made wow. sure I saw the coolest guys in the world. And here I thought I was going to die. But that's the first time I heard Dark Side of the Moon. Long story, but that's what it is. Okay, we're going to take a break. Hey, Beth. Yeah. When we get back, we have a new feature on D. Snyder Radio. It's Nick's Word of the Day. Nick keeps writing D. Snyder Radio's Word of the Day. Yeah. I don't have a vocabulary. You keep writing that. I know. We got you the calendar. Beth has no vocabulary problem. I have no vocabulary problem. I have a pronunciation problem right now. <laughs> but I have no vocabulary problem. Right. You're the one I know. that needs improvement. Yes. So it's Nick's Word of the Day. Yeah, I know. I'll put it we'll on return. There. Beth Lockwood will read that to first of many of Nick's word of the day. Nick is going to have to incorporate this word in his daily speech. Ingest this word, if you will. All right, we'll take a break, come back, recap on the way as well, entitled Sex, Lies, and Dark Side. It's D. Snyder Radio, Radio 104, and XL 102. D. Snyder Radio. So, what did you...
you do with your time indoors last winter? I made 277 macrame plant hangers. I put my entire CD collection in alphabetical order. I taught myself how to yodel. Uh, okay. Seems like they could have made much better use of their time with AT&T Broadband Internet, the service that brings the world home. In Connecticut, call 888-824-8412 and pay just $9.95 for basic installation. Plus, get your first month free and a $50 U.S. savings bond. With AT&T Broadband Internet, there's no dialing up, so you never tie up the phone. You're always connected and just a click away from whatever you want to do online. Plan your summer vacation, download music, research school projects. Make the most of your time indoors this winter. Oh, look, macrame.com. In Connecticut, call 888-824-8412 to sign up for AT&T Broadband Internet and pay just $9.95 for basic installation. Plus, get your first month free and a $50 U.S. savings bond by mail. That's 888-824-8412. Service is subject to availability. Restrictions apply. Expires February 24th, 2002. This is Karen Boykin at the news desk. The situation seems to be intensifying. For an in-depth report, we go now to Chip McDonald, live on the scene. What the Chip. heck am I doing here? I mean, what am I doing here? There's nothing happening. I'm sure that pompous, no-talent Karen's going to say. For an in-depth report, we go now to Chip McDonald. I just make up some garbage like I always do. Hey, Chip. Oh, why am I still stuck in radio? Answer Chip. me that. Well, at least they can't see my ball spot on the radio. Chip. What? We're on. Oh. Want to get away? Now you can. Fly Southwest Airlines to any Florida city we serve for just $49 each way. With a seven-day advance round-trip purchase by January 28th for travel through February 14th. Call 1-800-IFLY-SWA or log on at southwest.com. Chip, this is the pompous, no-talent Karen. Can you make up some garbage about that bald spot for us? Federal tax of $3 per takeoff and landing. Airport taxes of up to $18 and security fee not included. Public scheduled service only. Seats limited. Other restrictions apply. Ever consider turning your passion for cooking into a professional career as a chef, pastry chef, or a caterer? Now is an excellent time to get started. The Department of Labor predicts that demand for culinary professionals will far exceed the supply for years to come. At the Connecticut Culinary Institute, you'll receive hands-on training in small classes from professional chef instructors. Connecticut Culinary Institute has a new branch campus on the Massachusetts State Line in Suffield, just minutes from Springfield, and a main campus in Farmington. Just call the toll-free number 1-800-762-4337 today to set up an appointment. Come see the classes in action. Check out exciting job opportunities available to graduates, and financial aid is available for those who qualify. Why wait any longer? Call 1-800-762-4337 today. Enroll now for day and evening classes at the Connecticut Culinary Institute. Call toll-free 1-800-762-4337. That's toll free 1-800-762-4337 there was a time when the quality of service we received from a business was never in question Salespeople were polite and informed waiters never asked how you guys doing if you wanted customers you treated them as if they were special or you didn't keep those customers at dial a mattress 1-800 mattress we deliver the finest service anywhere if you want your new mattress delivered between 2 and 4 p.m that's exactly when it will arrive Customers ask about the differences between Sealy, Serta, Simmons, and King Coil mattresses, and we explain without the jargon. Dial a Mattress started the in-home comfort trial because consumers wanted to sleep on a mattress knowing it could easily be exchanged if needed. Oh, and consumers wanted everyday low prices instead of phony sales. You asked, Dial a Mattress delivered. If you're ready for a new mattress and want to be served with respect and honesty, look no further. Just call 1-800-MATTRES. At Dial a Mattress, customer service isn't a slogan, it's a way of life. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Snyder Radio. This is Rob Hoffman.
Alpha, the Metal God, with D. Snyder Radio. It's D. This is David. This is Dan from Disturbed. And you're listening to D. Snyder on Radio 104. Got a bad feeling. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Still not on the air in uh, Richmond. Yeah, we're giving them the numbers right now, but we're not on at the moment. Okay. Uh, for you people uh, in the Hartford area, there are some delays. Don't change stations. Listen to the show and put on the TV in the background. Turn the volume down and watch the scroll for your school or business or whatever to find out if there's uh, delays because there are delays going on today, but don't change the station. Where else are you going to go, right? Where else are you going to go? Let's see, on today's program, what do we have to look forward to? Uh, okay, this top sheet's no good anymore. We did have a big announcement at 8 o'clock, which isn't happening. we got to break the news to Richmond. Uh, news, plenty of that. Uh, We're talk about our weekends. Do anything interesting, Beth? I think so. I may get collective yawns from you guys, but I had a very nice weekend. <laughs> I said interesting, <laughs> not nice. Interesting. Okay. Well, I, I, we, we, we have started our New Year's resolution racquetball. Oh, well, very exciting. Yeah. It's, that's that's why kooky, crazy. What? Kooky. That's interesting. That is interesting. I saw uh, Sebastian Bach in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, you have to tell us. I will when we talk about our weekends. Rob Dibble from ESPN's uh, Dan Patrick Show is going to be calling in later on. And uh, much to discuss, much to talk about. Uh, big reactions, of course, to uh, Nick's dog crapping in the car story and the Grand Theft Auto three mm. conversation we had, which we'll talk about in a little bit as well. Um, but we've, we've got to get to the recap. But first, I would just like to get Nick's word of the day. We bought Nick a calendar. We felt it's time to, to lift this boy. He's going to be producer of the show. He needs to expand his vocabulary. What is Nick's word of the day, Beth? Well, his word of the day today, which you must use in a sentence, right? Is that how we're going to play this? During At the course point, of the show. During the show. Is Gravamen. It's a noun, mm-hmm. and it is the material or significant part of a grievance or a complaint. So say you have a grievance, you often call the local news stations, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. The crux of your complaint, the gravamen of your complaint. So you would say, look, I'm really unhappy with uh, your program. Look, this is the gravamen of my complaint. Right. Okay, this is my problem with your show. Hmm. Gravamen? Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Gravamen. Okay. okay. I think I could have worked out. Okay. Okay. G- give him a little piece of paper. Hey, come take the piece of paper, Nick. Good so luck you to have you. It. you can refer- Good luck to you, Nick. Thank you. Okay. Time for the recap. Is it already time? Yes, it's a long one, so let's get right into it. From Thursday's show, entitled Sex, Lies, and Dark Side. This is uh, the way we do it on D. Snyder Radio. Radio 104. And XL 102. Well, this is just a rumor. It's being put out there by Us Magazine. But they are saying, according to a source, 
that a guy from Los Angeles, no name, just a guy in L.A. A guy. Is going around bragging about having been with Christina Aguilera sexually and saying that he has a videotape and showing it to friends. Can I have some applause for this man, please? <laughs> Allegedly was taking, taken months ago and on it he and she appear getting hot and heavy and it is said to be quite graphic. That's the story. Uh, Believe it or don't, Us Magazine says a guy in L.A. You gotta realize that oh, for so them to print something like that, can they get sued? Well, I, I suppose that they're sort of covering their cell, themselves by saying, according to a source, and a guy is saying, they're also saying that if in fact it is out there that she wasn't a willing participant in the taping of it, that she didn't know it was being taped. See, that's, that's scummy. That's scummy. There, there, you know, it's one thing if you're, you know, if you're like, hey, you're up for it or whatever, you're game for a laugh. And another thing, if you... It is, Dave. No. You don't think that's scummy to un unsuspectingly, unwillingly... You're taking advantage uh, of somebody? Well, I mean, if it's Christina Aguilera now, dude, that's good. Why? Isn't she allowed to have, a, have a sex with people life? and have a, have a life? It might be scummy if the dude actually, like, sets it out there for uh, public... Well, he's showing his all of his friends. Well, I mean, yeah, friends. That's a conquest you get. In there. It doesn't matter. It's still wrong. I don't, I don't think it's scummy. I don't think. I you don't, don't think, think it's so. scummy. You don't think it's scummy. If I had the opportunity to sleep with Christina Aguilera and I happen to have a video camera in my house, you you know I'm setting that sucker up and I'm going to have all my friends over for beer later on afterwards. And you and don't say, feel bad at all. Check this out. No. Why? That's not cool. It's not cool at all, Dave. It's, it's not, not cool. like I'm going to sell it on the internet or anything. Like oh, anybody right. wants to see me. Of course me. you would. <laughs> no, I really... I mean, because I know guys... Out your body. <laughs> I know guys who do scummy stuff like this. I mean, I know guys who have hidden cameras in their room. I know... I remember telling you the guys in Dockin used to have their whole back lounge with a bus rigged with cameras in speaker grills hidden, and they used to have it running up to the front of the bus. They were taping it, and the crew would sit and watch what was going on in the back lounge. You know, I mean, really, that's scummy stuff. Nah. I can't believe... I mean, Nick, what do you think? Do you believe him or are you with him? Uh, no, I'm totally against Star Set. If I had a tape like that, I'd keep it at home with me. No. <laughs> I'd show right. that to anybody else. No way. No, no, but you're saying you'd still do it, but you wouldn't show anybody. So you're saying so you're cool with filming a person without their knowledge or without their saying it's all right, mm. uh, as long as you don't show us anybody. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying I would, I'm cool with that. I would have a hard time setting up a videotape and oh, taping somebody without so them knowing about it. But Are if you I did, technical issues? Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, no. He's only I would, as good as the equipment. No, I would, I would, then I wouldn't be able to, like, be into the sex and stuff. You know what I mean? You'd be as worried about as, how you looked on film? Exactly, yeah. And, as good as the equipment that they give me. And I wouldn't, <laughs> but if I did, if I did get the balls to set something like that up, I wouldn't start showing my, like, I wouldn't say, hey, Dark Side, come over, check well, this I mean, out, watch me banging Christina Aguilera, you know? Why? Because that's gross. I'm not going to sit it's in my like room with you. It's not like you're selling it. Okay. See, that's you're thing. a scumbag. No, yeah. Beth, no. It's not like I'm selling it on the internet for 10 bucks a copy or anything like that. For personal use. And maybe if a friend or two, you know, it's Christina Aguilera. It's not like some How about just bragging? How about, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's Ken's Yeah, but you need enough, proof. Okay. 
Do you, you need proof? Any of my friends are going to... Oh, yeah, you did it with Christina. Oh, yeah, you sure yeah. did. Here, check it How out. How would you I got feel if somebody had a tape like that of Michelle and were showing friends around? It was made Ooh, unbeknownst to hypothetically. her. Hypothetically. Hmm. Pretty awful. If she were Christina Aguilera? If she's Michelle, who <laughs> she is right now. It doesn't take Christina Aguilera out of it. Just because she does something that makes her famous doesn't mean that she should be taken advantage of any more than Michelle. I'm not and saying... By the way, this is, unsu- this is unsubstantiated as of right now, right? This is, this is <laughs> some guy. It actually says yes, in it Us does magazine, say some guy. Some guy <laughs> in L.A. is saying that he has a tape. So uh, I just so don't th- I don't think it's that big of a deal. I really don't. I'm not you know trying to be a scumbag. It's clearly a big deal because you're showing everybody in the world. No, it's not. No, you're not. You're showing. I'm talking about showing my friends. This scumbag might be showing everybody in the whole world, but that's because Christina Aguilera, Aguilera is famous. You know, if I if it was me, I wouldn't sell. Like I said, I wouldn't sell it on the internet. But for so personal degrees of scumbagginess, we got level one taping and not sh- and and sh- watching it for your own personal enjoyment, which right. Nick said he would do, but he'd never show it to any friends. You're level two, where you taper without knowing, but you'd only show it to your close friends, right. and then you got some guy in L.A. at level three who's gone public with it, and I guess is hypothetically talking about, I don't, I don't know, if he's gone public, maybe he's talking about selling the tape or and something like that. Dave, if you have already achieved the height of level two scumbag, <laughs> if somebody comes to you with a big ticket offer to sell that thing, twenty nine ninety five a copy, you're going to say no? You're um, already level two. I, well, no. I, I honestly, I don't think. I, I don't know. It depends. Oh, I mean, give it dep- me a <laughs> No kidding. You can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> it depends on, uh, you know, Once where you I'm at financially. That Let's go to level one, Nick Lentino. Somebody finds, so nobody's, there's no way anybody's ever going to find out of your tape. You're not bragging? That you were with Christina Aguilar? Uh, yes, the, you are. No, I'm the cat that ate the bird. Oh, I mean, so I have someone like Darkseid talking about his sexcapades and his begging and stuff. And <laughs> I'll let him, you know, in his own mind, brag about his sexual oh, prowess. You are and so I'll lying. Be, and I'll be sitting there like thinking to myself, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I was doing. And then I could fantasize about it and go and check it out on tape when Come I go on. Home. I'm not showing it. I don't bragging. get off on shit. Showing my friends. Nick, you were bragging <laughs> to I'm people doing. when you were nailing some hoe with implants. You were bragging <laughs> all about because that. because she was if a lesbian. To, if you were to hit somebody, <laughs> exactly. If you were to be hitting like a Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears and you had it on tape. I don't think you can even t- contain it. Even if you it. didn't have it on tape, dude, you would be uh, you would be overflowing it with would, it. Yeah, but this, listen to what you but tell I show people you don't friends. even know. Okay, so now you've told, okay, so now step one, now you've told them you were with her. Of course, everybody's going, no way. You are so full of crap. Prove it. Oh, prove it. Show prove it. Tape. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Then I'm let's stuck. go to the videotape. <laughs> yeah. Roll it. So stuck. now you're on level two. So now you're on level two. All right. I guess Hanging I'm a bigger scumbag than I thought I was. <laughs> Anybody for level three? Do well, I hear level three? I'm not selling it. Oh uh, no. I'm not going to sell it. Man, you were like so there. You're on the door. I, I mean, like I said, it depends on my financial situation. At the Is time. it an embarrassment issue with oh, your if body? You know, if she's going to come back for more, then I'm not going to try to wreck a good thing. She ain't coming back <laughs> again, dude. She was only there the first but time are because you talking, there was something wrong. See, I'm talking as a single guy. You got me chill over there. No, so if, I'm a, if I was a single guy, I would hire a friend to hide in the in the closet to get better camera angles instead of the one tripod <laughs> oh, angle. Oh, you're level three. You just stepped uh, it up. Oh, yeah. you are. So that's not selling it. 
That's, that's, that's level four. It's a keep. Not level three or four. <laughs> three was selling it. Mm. Yeah, three was selling. Oh, oh no, that's I, a keepsake, I, I, dude. It's not cool. That's a keepsake. It's a keepsake. It's wrong to do that to somebody. Somebody who and is that, going to. It's not like I'm. A, we're we're hiding cameras in the bathroom, getting getting strange women. That you know, this is an intimate moment. If exactly, exactly, that, exactly. It's an intimate moment. <laughs> the camera. Someone has agreed to do this with you and expects. God knows why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, D. <laughs> and expects that you'll have common courtesy to not be taping it. Right, but what I'm For saying though is, it's viewing. not like I have. It's not like like hooking up cameras in the bathroom or in the showers and stuff like that. This is this is something totally this different. Is a, this is a friend in the closet with a. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Wallace, so where did you go up. wrong? Guys, this is so effed up. Can you see that this is not right, man? No, no. No. She's a person. I mean, and look, you know, Pamela Anderson, she agreed to do it. Uh, what was that, Tanya Harding? She was agreeing to film it. And it's still not right to take something like that and show it to the public without the person's consent. And by but the way, yeah, and I wouldn't show woman, it to the public. I would show it to my friends if anybody. Dude, Wiley is the public. Anybody Wiley agree would be doing it, by the way. <laughs> what? Anybody who agrees to be filmed is insane. Oh, no Ladies, kidding. you're insane. Because listen to this guy's bragging rights. <laughs> showing films and so, you know I mean it's just, it's just you're insane but it's one thing if you agree and then it shouldn't be you know you gotta it shouldn't be shown to your friends and stuff just cause you agreed yeah but this this celebrity in her automatically takes you to that second level if you have already done the first thing thank you thing. exactly I mean if I was videotaping troll I'm not gonna say hey why <laughs> <laughs> popcorn and check out this <laughs> clip, you know? This is Christina Aguilera. Yeah, she changes the game a bit. Then yeah. you're like, oof. Exactly. You have, to, you have to be proud of your conquest and you have to try to, you know, you, I'm not, like I said, I'm not doing a live web broadcast. I'm going to show my friends, yes. you know? Everybody gather around on the couch and check this out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the uh, viewing the attractiveness of, of a Christina Aguilera doing a sex act could overpower seeing you do it. I have to gouge my eyes out. No, no, see, that's why, that's why <laughs> I have somebody... Harry Taint. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. That's why I have somebody doing the videotaping for me so that they can cut as much of me <laughs> out as possible. She barely weighs 100 pounds. I think you're going to have the majority of the camera shot there. But yeah, the vibe doesn't ever happen because the, the vomiting of his friends in the closet would give it away totally. I don't know. It boils down to I just don't find it to be a big deal. Well, wait, let me ask you a question, D. Say you come into work one morning and Darkseid's boasting about this tape that he has of Christina Aguilera. And, like, you know, we should. We call BS and everything oh, like that. Oh, back at you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you watch the tape, D? He takes us into the conference room, just the guys. Do you come with us? Yeah, I got this tape. Do you want to see it, D? Oh. <laughs> That's a good question. Because that puts you up on, on a level of scumbag. You're right. Too, then. Well, I don't think I'm as... as well, first of all, there's the who's going to believe you thing. Uh, it's kind of like I mean? the voyeur scumbag a bit. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you're saying, because Nick's saying, you're saying, I, was, I did Christina Aguilera, I'm going to say BS. you can say, I got a videotape, I'm going to go, oh, this is going to be a good one. Okay, Dark Side, you dressed up troll like Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Let's see it. Okay, so now you roll tape, and it's Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. 
but just for the fact that you wanted to witness it. No, no, no. Now, I think, I think I'm, 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 I'm trying to be honest here. I'm saying, to me, up to the point where I see it's Christina Aguilera, because I'm thinking you're just pulling my leg, Dark Side. You're, just like you're saying, you'd have to have the tape to prove that you're with her because nobody's going to believe you. You're right. <laughs> Nobody is going to believe you. Right. I mean, if I saw you out on a date with her and you said, dude, I wound up going great with Christina Aguilera. I, I went back, we got it on, you know, and I saw you out on a date or whatever, and then you said, I got a tape of it. I'm going to say, dude, that's so uncool. I'm not going to watch it. Just had it free. But but I don't believe you. Okay, you roll tape. Do I keep watching? Holy crap. It is Christina Aguilera. And he's, he's banging her. And I think, I don't know. I think I'm going to try and think, would to be honest. You watching. The, the, I'm going to be honest. The guy in me is going to keep watching, but the person is trying to say, hey, man, this is a cool thing to do. And how can I, how can I, you know, and I'm a dad now with a daughter, you know what I mean? Dude, I mean, I'm but we're, we're your dude. friends. You would we'll watch, keep it quiet. no, you would watch right up to the money shot. Oh. <laughs> well, look, if I'm watching that far, I'm watching the money shot. <laughs> oh. If I'm in that deep, you know, oh. <laughs> if I'm in that deep, I don't know, I'd like to think. That I would say this isn't cool and split. That I, but you know, I'm what? What best? I'm, I'm feeling sorry for Christina Aguilera, and it's not even a real situation. <laughs> oh God! We're back. It might be a real situation. I guess only time will tell, right? Well, we'll not find with Dave, out. though. <laughs> with oh no, not with Dave. Nameless, faceless guy in L.A. But she, she has theoretically been filmed unwittingly by somebody who's claimed they have a tape. Uh, there's another person. Um, Suge Knight claims to have tape of, uh, of oh, God, what's her name? Uh, J-Lo. Suge Knight claims to have a sex tape of J-Lo doing her thing. And uh, he's, and, and, and apparently she's very nervous. She has not said a word about it, about him releasing it. And it was, it was, he's just saying, I don't know what you're talking about, a tape. But uh, with a big smile on his face. But he's claiming he's got tape on J-Lo. So, ladies, don't film yourself. Yeah, but, but these situations, at least the Christina Aguilera one, is allegedly was unbeknownst to her. Yeah, it is unbeknownst. I think the J-Lo was beknownst. Is that a word, beknownst? We'll, we'll find out later make this it year. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's going to be one of Nick's words of the day. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Welcome, XL102. Uh, I know you've not been on the air. Had some technical difficulties down there, but hopefully that's been rectified. You've been hearing rumors of a big announcement. Sad to say there is none. That'll be explained later as well. We'll take a break. Come back. I got reaction to much of the things we've been talking about over on Thursday. I want to get into that in just a little bit. What was the reaction to? Oh, yeah, Grand Theft Auto mm -hmm. and uh, the dog crapping in Nick's car. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we need an update anyway. It's Dee Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL102. Dee Snyder Radio. Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. D. Snyder.
like I was saying before, sadly, there is no big announcement about a trip down to Richmond. And at 8 o'clock, I'll get into it because I don't want to get into it now, but it's not for lack of us wanting to do it. I'll tell you that right now. My estimation, the PD down in uh, Richmond dropped the ball big time. Put us in an embarrassing situation of teasing an announcement on something for two frickin' weeks. And then to inform us that it's not happening. Due to some things that he should have frickin' known about ages ago. So pissed. I'm not going to open that discussion up right now. We'll save it for 8 o'clock when we're supposed to make the big, big announcement that we've been teasing for two friggin' weeks. Son of a bitch. Make sure he's awake. Well, I'm sure he'll hear about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he will. Hey, I tossed it straight out. When they told me on Thursday, I said, guess somebody's getting thrown under the bus, and it's not us. You know what they said? John Lastman, program director of XO 102, said throw him under the bus. I said, so be it. Take your victim. One of you is going down. It ain't us. Because it wasn't our fault. It wasn't Nick's fault. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't Sean's or Darkside or Todd Thomas's fault. It was nobody's fault up here. We did you more than our part. More than our part. Try and make this thing happen. My God, the promotion was down in Richmond, and we were freaking trying to organize it up on our end for Richmond. Working our asses off to the point of frustration. Tell him straight out. Someone's going down. Who's it going to be? Harv said, John Lastman. I said, you got it. If you didn't warn him, it was too friggin' bad. Get your act together. All right. More about that later. Okay. Uh, Thursday, we were discussing around this time. A few things we were discussing. Uh, one, we, had the, uh, we were discussing Grand Theft Auto 3. The video, the video game that I confiscated from my 12-year-old son when I saw him rioting and killing policemen and shooting people. <laughs> wise. It was wise of you. Not only that. Hey, Dad, check this out. I'm going to start a riot. And you didn't even know you could pick up hookers. I didn't even know, yeah, I didn't even know how bad it got that you pick up hookers and bang them in the car. <laughs> you just see the car bumping up and down. Um got a letter here from Max from Hampton, Connecticut, who wrote, uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. I'm a complete video game maniac. I play every type of game there is. About Grand Theft Auto, it really is a good game, but it's way too violent for your 12-year-old son. I'm 16. I love it. And all the stuff people said today is true. Yes, you can shoot people in the head, even cops. You can intentionally run people over with different cars. You can pick up hookers, and when you pick them up, your money goes down, and you see the car rocking. But the reason they took it off the shelves, check this outfit, it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> what can be worse? Remember they told us they pulled it off the shelves? Right. And the reason they pulled the shelves, because later on in the game, you can take an airplane hostage and fly it into a building. Okay, that makes sense. That they yeah, after 9-11, no one wants to see that. Is it one thing no one else said this morning is that the game has a rating of M for mature audiences. I'm 16. Uh, the other day I went to Toys R Us looking for a game and they wouldn't sell it to me because it had an M rating. 
Wow. Right, now, somebody else, that's Max from Hamden. And now, somebody else, um, I'm going to get into that M rating thing because this is a really interesting, good point here. Somebody sent me, who sent this to me? Guns Are Me sent me a, a whole review of the game from one of the magazines. But this part says, before we go any further, this is in the middle of the review. It says, there's one thing everyone should know about the Grand Theft Auto 3 before purchasing it. It, easily, it is easily the most mature M-rated game on the market today. More often than not, its storyline revolves around rather violent acts of crime. And if you stray from the storyline and just go on a crime spree of your own, the game becomes an absolute bloodbath. That's what my son was doing. Mm -hmm. The game and its dialogue have been written specifically for an adult audience. It is definitely not for kids. I'm not sure where he got this from, but it was a review online, I guess. A very lengthy review. And then, uh, like I said, I'll address this M rating thing. Uh, And then uh, Mr. Spock from Southington says, D, who bought the game for your son? The reason I ask this is when I bought the same game for my kids, boys age 14 and 17, the cashier at the store at Electronics Boutique asked me directly if I was 17 years of age or older. Plus, he asked me the ages of the potential players. A similar question came up automatically on the cash register display at Walmart wow. when I bought my kids a game for the computer that was, was more violent than most. The game is named SWAT 3. The player acts out the part of a SWAT team with a sniper rifle. The Walmart cashier must have answered the question automatically as he did not ask me directly if I was 17 years old or older. He's 43 years old. So it looks like retailers are taking steps to warn parents about the content of video games before they leave the store. Now, you know what? This is a... I am guilty of not checking the ratings. The store I bought it at, uh, I will say it was Toys R Us, but I will say in fairness to Toys R Us, I was buying a bunch of video games. I was just so glad it was Christmas. I had a list of games. I hate being given responsibilities of buying presents. And I was buying a bunch of video games. And I was just like, do you have this one? Do you have this one? Do you have this one? And the kid who was helping me, he... He recognized me, and he was very, you know, taken aback by the fact that he was helping me out. So he never asked me or mentioned to me the rating system or whatever. I don't, but I, I can't blame him for that. I should have looked at it. Mm-hmm. Just because my twelve-year-old asked for a game doesn't mean he should get it. And they do have ratings on these games, and it's M for mature audience. You know, so uh, that was my bad, and uh, and I will be certain to check for these things. I learned a very very valuable lesson. About that, they have you can take a plane hostage and crash into a building. Ah, this is good, clean fun. <laughs> What's wrong with that, right, Dark Side? Okay, um, Dark Side. Yeah. You want to buy the game from me? Yeah, absolutely. Do you have PlayStation Two? Well, no, but I can get one. Okay, so well, I'll consider selling it to you. All right. Since they're <laughs> you going can even online. mark up the price. That's cool. I wouldn't do that. Why? To you. Oh, they're not selling the one you have anymore, D. Yeah, they pulled right. it. Oh. Yeah, one of those uh, one of those letters said that they f- are re-editing it and they're putting it out there as a teen right, with a teen rating by taking out a number of the elements of it that make it a mature. So yeah, this is going to be a hot property, my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a little bidding war going on. <laughs> but I was actually thinking, Suzette goes before we had this conversation. Suzette says to me, "So you're going to give Cody back his game?" I'm saying, "Well, maybe I'll sit down and talk to him about it." You know, what I mean, like. You can't just cover your eyes. 
this is reality. Well, it's not really reality, but, you know, same time, explain to them. But then when I heard about the hookers mm-hmm. and now the plane host- hijackings and crashing them at the building, I'm like, no, no way. No freaking way. When I told Suzette that, she was like, forget that. <laughs> She's are you kidding me? What the hell did you buy him? I said, well, I better pay more attention. And regarding Nick's uh, crappy Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, uh, quite a few people wrote in about that. You know, the, how the smell come out of the car yet, Nick? Uh, no. <laughs> how come he went, no? Have your senses uh, been completely dulled by it? Uh, I, I'm not, well, Sean was in my car this weekend, so he'll attest to, you know, smelling, but. It's pretty Still cool. smell, Sean? Oh, my God. It's so bad. I mean, the, the thing is, is the stench hits you the minute you open the door. I'm it's sure. like, boom, it's right in your face. Well, seriously, oh. some of these recommendations people gave you, a lot of people wrote in to say that they really do work. Uh, okay, we this one here says, uh, Charlie from Beacon Falls. He talked about the Nature's Miracle stuff, and he sent a website where you can get it. He says it really works, okay? And that whole thing with the vinegar, he says that works too. He says, but Nick, be careful not to burn up your car. Yeah, I'm not putting a hot plate <laughs> in my put car. put a hot plate in vinegar. Yeah. Later that day, <laughs> even wreck of Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. And then I, depression set in. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't happening. No hot Yeah, I don't know if insurance in would car. pay either if you set your own car on fire. Right, yeah. But I steamed cleaned it and on Saturday again, and there was still brown foam coming up. So Damn, yo. Yeah, so it's still brown coming out of there. foam. Yeah. Well, um... You know, you were talk. I, I didn't never heard of using charcoal to absorb odors. Yeah. But talking, talking as talking as. Oh, I see. <laughs> from Richmond, says that actually when you uh, before they pump your stomach, when you ingest poisons, they give you a liquid charcoal solution. He says to soak in the poison, <laughs> and it holds it and comes out in the charcoal, so you don't absorb it. Did anybody else ever hear that? I never. Knew that charcoal had this absorbent quality. Yeah, my brother-in-law gave me the charcoal tip, so I that's why they use it in cigarette in there, filters. There you go. Makes sense. <laughs> Not being that's a nice. smoker, I wouldn't know. But I mean, that was uh, now I'm educated. And um, Carrie from Advo said uh, she agrees with the other Carrie that wrote in about nature's miracle. She went on a business trip for several days. One of her cats had a urinary tract infection oh. and did in her fifteen hundred dollar couch. Mm. did it in she tried everything to get the smell out but nature's miracle took away the smell and she later sold it a few more years a few years later for 800 bucks you know if it smelled like cat piss there's no way she's gonna sell that thing (laughs) nature's miracle she actually has a couple stores locally that you can get it at oh great cool and brendan cromwell the last letter here wants to know uh she's got a five-month-old chocolate lab named riley has been have been constipated lately. He wants to know if you might take her for a ride in your car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no problem. <laughs> it just seems to have a loosening effect. Now that you mention it, can I take a ride in your car after the show? I don't think you want. Because I've been a little bound up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drop trow in the back. <laughs> just leave a little something. Thanks. All right, we're taking a break. Coming back, the news is next. Beth Lockwood. Well, airstrikes resume in Afghanistan. Also, more information about that teen who Bomb flew those bastards. the plane into the building in Tampa. Good news for Nick. Progress is being made in pig organ transplantation. <laughs> Scientists may have an idea on who is more likely to be a snorer 
Day. Fattest city in the United States is named. I'll have the box office numbers from over the weekend, and also the Grammy nominations were announced on Friday. Okay. We're uh, all right. Those very interesting. Oh, the Grammy nominations were announced. Good. And that snoring thing, I'm locked. <laughs> I got to find out about that. My poor wife, I'm killing her. It's Dee Snyder Radio. Stick around. The news is next. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. D Snyder Radio. One of our listeners, Ignaps, I believe it was. Was it not Ignaps? Shout. Yeah, it was Ignaps. Yeah. Hip Dust is something called the New Year's Resolutions. New Year's Resolutions Generator. Which is pretty cool. We were all kind of lame on our New Year's Resolutions. I mean, no one really had one. Beth was like the Fonz. Hey. <laughs> hey. Another blank piece of paper for another year. Doesn't speak French. She wrote on her sheet. Somebody wrote on her sheet. Uh, Actually, that's, we're thinking of taking French lessons. Isn't that funny? Oh, yes. no. Why not? That was on the Honeymooners. Any Honeymooners fans here? Is that, you guys watch reruns on the Honeymooners. Occasionally. Did anybody ever... Dark Side, you, you're big on old TV shows. You ever watch Honeymooners? I haven't seen it in a long time, but I used to watch it a lot. There was one where Ralph was going to try to improve himself, so he has... Uh, Norton write his list of bad qualities and he's going to write his list of good qualities and after a couple minutes Norton has doesn't speak French on his <laughs> list of bad qualities uh, anyways so we're going to do that tomorrow as well um, oh and you know what I mean we appreciate things like Ignap sent us you know a heads up on something cool to take a look at or some conversation starter or an idea for the show many many ideas have come from the listeners over the over the past couple of years. Uh, over the years, Beth, two and a half to be exact. <laughs> but they said it wouldn't last. Um, the the address is D Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. That's D E E S N I D E R Radio. Spelt R A D I O. Oh, that's the problem. <laughs> At clearchannel.com. All right. So we'll send your mail, your letters, your nice things like Mark L from Bethel, Connecticut, who just wrote a letter to Sam, which he loves the show. Never, long time listener. First time he ever wrote. Just want to let us know. We like to get letters like that. Pro, con, whatever. Send them to us, okay? All right. Uh, I think we've got everything fairly covered here, Nick. For some reason, I'm yeah, feeling like I'm forgetting something. We're okay? No, cool, we're then let's get into some freaking news. D. Snyder Radio. Headlines. The U.S. has renewed airstrikes against suspected terrorist hideouts in eastern Afghanistan, but still no sign of Osama bin Laden. Senate Intelligence Committee Chairman Bob Graham says he's probably fled the country. Probably. I got two words for you, Beth Lockwood. Yes? Daisy Cutter. <laughs> Not more of those bad boys. Love that. I'll tell you. I shouldn't even say anything. I'm not even going to say anything. 
That's it. I'm writing that idea down. Okay. Million dollar idea. And I'm not going to say, see, you, Lockwood. I know. You spill your guts with your, every every other show you're like, hey, uh, invent a cigarette that you don't have to light. Oh, my God, another million dollar <laughs> idea. I know. You know, like, and it's like, and you, yeah, you don't shut your mouth. I just had one. I'm jotting it down. I'm giving it to one of my kids. Okay. So That's the end the of daisy it. daisy cutter. That's interesting. No, I'm not telling you what it is. It's a secret. Okay. Well, the 15-year-old student pilot killed when he crashed a plane into a Tampa, Florida building is being called... A troubled young man. Charles Bishop left behind a note expressing sympathy for Osama bin Laden and support for the terror attacks. He also says he acted alone. And he is justifiably dead. What a scumbag. What a dork. You see his picture? <laughs> I know. That's probably part of the problem. <laughs> I mean, you know. Dorcas Maximus. <laughs> no doubt about it. They said he was troubled. Now he was troubled because they basically said he had no record. Yeah. He was flying for like two years because there's a whole issue about security. And they said this guy's been taking lessons for two years. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. Odd to see him come in, go into a plane, and start running through the, the startup procedures, very standardized. After two years, people know him. Just a dick. <laughs> He's a dead dick. Dickhead. <laughs> well, Nicholas, some good news. Scientists have, for the first time, created genetically altered pigs that lack a gene involved in the body's rejection of transplanted organs. So take all the scientific gibberish out of it and it means that when they put in the pig lung your body won't reject it awesome awesome yeah. this work represents the first time scientists have successfully substituted one entire gene for another in pigs in this place replacing a gene that typically initiates organ rejection <laughs> can you order one well they don't have let's exactly. not get ahead of ourselves lentino <laughs> I, I don't know from where you'd order one, to tell you the truth. Uh, no, I watched some stuff on that. It's not yet there. This is a major step yes. in, the, you know, in, in the march towards pig organ replacements for human beings. Mm -hmm. So Beth is just trying to keep you updated. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right? So uh, no ready cycle. to go. This doesn't mean we can finally replace Shaun. <laughs> They're not replacing entire human beings with pigs. <laughs> or vice versa. Six of one, half dozen the other. See, the gravamen I have with these damn doctors is that. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Finish. Yeah, they move the word very the slowly on this technology that they have. I want it made available to somebody. I want to see some test people. I want to see some sort of progress with this. I mean, they're telling me the technology's there, but it's never made available to anybody. Can you I have some I mean? applause for this man, please? What does gravamen mean? Gravamen means the material or significant part of a grievance or complaint. So basically the crux of his complaint, the gravamen of his complaint against the doctors is... He wants to smoke them if he's got them, and they're not working fast enough to replace his exactly. current hey, lung. So. This is what you get when you send Beth Lockwood out for a calendar? I never even heard of that word, Robin. I said, get a tough one. Oh, what is that, the New York Times? I don't know. It was the most popular word of the day calendar on the market, so I thought that should be a good one. Thank you, Beth. And nice job, B, Nicholas. Are you very good? Well done. That's the word of the day. Very good. <laughs> a little duck comes down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Nick, uh, are you volunteering? Sure. For a, I mean, I'm sure they're looking for volunteers for a transplant. Sure. 
I mean, uh, we'll give you the tape of you pumping the lung up to bring with you as proof you need. You don't really want to go ahead and have the transplant until your lungs quit, right? They're still working relatively well. Yeah, the left one's good. It's the right lung that needs a little help. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That that lung collapsed twice and I have a bunch of scar tissue that is holding my (laughs) lung up to my chest. That's the one you pump up? Yeah, that's the one I pump up. So <laughs> Is that the one you really coughed up the other day, too? Yeah, that's the Same problem one? lung. So, yeah, I'd like to beat the crap out of this lung for a while and then get, you know, the pig lung in. But I really, I just, just think this whole cancer thing is ridiculous. I mean, this treatment that you have where you're just, like, killing everything in your body. You know what I mean? When they're What's that called? The procedure that they have for that? Chemotherapy? Chemotherapy, yeah. I don't, it's I, a tumor. I'm not down with that. So I think no, it that doesn't doc- seem like a good time at all. That's medieval. So. I've never heard many people say they're down with chemotherapy. <laughs> no, so. like, oh, can't wait for my chemo. Uh, so I just think that the doctor's got his... Darkseid smoked so much so. pot, he wouldn't even notice. They've taken these Chemo shmemo. Well, thanks for the update. Don't lose Fire away. Darkseid's looking forward to chemo. He's got an excuse to get high. Well, more good news for smokers or people who don't want to be smokers anymore. You can go to www.nicotinewater.com and for just $16.35, you can get 24 bottles of nicotine water. (laughs) Packs the buzz of of two cigarettes into each half liter and it's marketed as a dietary supplement. Is that like bong water? I don't know how Probably they get it, looks it in there. like it. Well, it looks clear. The description I have in this story says it tastes peppery. Oh, that's not good. No, that's it, like the, it, it has a taste to it. It's kind of like the Nicorette gum. You know, mm-hmm. they have that. that it, that's it. very peppery. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's really gross. I don't see how people quit off the gum. No way. It tastes disgusting. Huh. Okay, that's sad. Cigarette right. tastes good. You know what I mean? That's the problem. You have the... I don't think it does. The first oh, time, the first time you my smoked ass? a cigarette, it couldn't have tasted good. No, but you, after you have a couple, after you become, you know, if you... Addicted. After you numb, <laughs> your, your taste buds are destroyed. I tried smoking when I was 14 for a half, for an afternoon. It was sickening. Yeah, but you know what gets a lot of smokers? I know... You didn't I, keep I, going. You gave up, D. I see. You have to work through the <laughs> yes. bad taste. It's like that with beer, too. It tastes like crap your first sip, but after a while, you become immune to the bad taste. Yeah, you grow uh, accustomed to it. Your body if you got to grow it. accustomed to it, how good can it be? I don't know. You get a taste You for know it. what? I noticed that when the first time I had sex, I didn't have to get used to it. <laughs> I didn't say, well, it doesn't really feel too good, but I guess after a while I'll get used to it. It but felt crazy. There's never been. Why? Because God wants us to bone. God does not want us to drink ye- yeast and some sort of concoctions that are brewed in barrels and, and smoke the plants that he put on the planet Earth to purify the air. Okay. All right. The first time you did... Um, Oral sex on somebody. Did that taste good? I I found it rather (laughs) exciting. (laughs) I mean, the first time I I did that down there, I mean, that didn't taste good to me. Your tongue hurtier than a $20 Well, it depends on who it is and what you've been doing. All right. Can you find another example? It smells like fish in here. (laughs) But he brought up sex, so I'm saying the taste for that for me wasn't that good at all. Okay, maybe so. Maybe that wasn't... 
and I grow to like the taste of it, you know? Um, I don't know. Isn't there some kind of food or something? Well, that's 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 the case. Again. <laughs> Is that the case with tossing someone's salad, which I know you're yeah, big exactly. into? Yeah, that. exactly. That's, uh, that's another good one. I mean, first time I did that, I was like, oh, my God, this tastes like crap. But then I came around to liking it. <laughs> So cigs are the same way. And a lot of people start smoking. Like They're like, oh, I only smoke when I drink or something like that. And they grow, uh, uh, get a taste for it. So that's why I don't see how peppery water could ever be any kind of substitute for a nice Marlboro. You know? Okay. Okay, that said, we'll take a break. (laughs) We'll come back. More news on the way. It doesn't get much better than this. Hey, Darkside, I was just thinking about that whole, you know, that whole chemo thing. Yeah. Being a cover for your pot smoking. It also would explain your hair loss. (laughs) 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 An added bonus. (laughs) Yeah, it's chemo. Yeah, what happens? (laughs) Can't be avoided. Cancer. Hey, the big city. That's a good one. That is rich. Take a break. Come back with more news. D Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL102. D Snyder Radio. Radio 104. Get used to it. Highest in quality. I kind of like it. Best for you. Radio 104. Snyder Radio. Did you hear what I said? D. Snyder. One eight six six five five zero four D. That is the uh, toll free number. That is yours to use whenever you feel the need. One eight six six five five zero four D. The number four D E E. And thank you, Tasman thirty three, loyal listener, for the past two years. Just says the show keeps getting better. It does, you know. I think I don't so. even freaking know why. Quite honestly, <laughs> I just it's uh, you know you know what? I'll tell you why. We're not trying now. Don't mis- misinterpret that statement. We're not trying. We try at our jobs. But we're not forcing it. That's a better... Mm-hmm. That's You know what I'm saying? We've just had a relationship that's developed and and just allow natural personalities to take hold. And we just we don't try to force the show. We just let it happen. And uh, people are enjoying it. We enjoy doing it. I don't see anybody, not one of us, who comes in in the morning and goes, Damn, I hate my job. Maybe maybe I hate how much they pay me. Uh, I've heard Nick say that, but uh, but not I hate my job. You know, as Nick has often said, these four the, the four hours when he's on the air is the best part of his friggin' day. You know, and after that, when the mic gets shut down, that's when things go awry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think since uh, and, and I think what's what's our our, our new uh, interns our intern's name Mike. Come Mike. No, I renamed him. Oh, Doby. 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 Since Doby, our intern, uh, joined the show, it's gone to a whole new level. Well, honestly, I think it's really opened it up. Doby's input and his expertise on the phones. 
guy can't get a state straight. You're going to be, Dobie, you're going to be great if we go into <laughs> nationwide. Dobie. <laughs> We're doing two cities and you can't get it right. Oh, get used to the nickname. <laughs> Dobie. Ask Dark Side. <laughs> And Shown. You're screwed. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it used to be Doobie Dave, but we changed it. <laughs> All right, well, it's time to get back at the news. Beth, what do you got going on? Well, here's another clue on why some people snore and some people don't. Researchers in Cleveland at Case Western Reserve University say they found people with rounder heads snore more than those with thinner faces. Wait a minute, that makes no I sense. Know, Go ahead. You are the anomaly here. They say Send me down there. A person's airway can narrow as the head gets wider. They say sleep apnea, which is the interruption of breathing, is usually caused by a blockage of the airway in the back of the mouth, and people with apnea typically snore louder. Okay. Don't have sleep apnea, but I am shaking the building with my snoring. And you have, I mean, you kind of have like flounder face. You know, you have a really long head. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got a really long face. Certainly not a round head. Who would have a, a round head would be Shaun. Shaun's mm -hmm. pretty round, right? Yeah, like he's got a melon. You got a melon. A round head. Do you snore? What are you kidding me? God, no, I talk in my sleep. <laughs> you got a volleyball for a head. <laughs> so Darkseid's head is round. Yeah, Not as round, round as yours. It's oh round. my God. Well, you got a fat head. You look like round a snowman. Fat head. <laughs> and, uh, the point is, I'm shaking the building, and, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm totally disproving that. And it's getting worse. Well, I'm sure that there are... With age. There are some cases where it's not it's not just the round-headed people like yourself but they say more often than not it's the rounder-headed individuals who do snore listen just do me a favor okay because I, I hate to see her being incarcerated for this if one night if one day i don't show up because my wife killed me in my sleep smothered me with a pillow explain go into go there in her defense i'm telling you i know it's it's deafening i know it's deafening i've people have told me they can hear it in the next room. Why don't you get that surgery? Because oh, you're well, you're worried about the change. Can't in your play with voice. the surgery. Don't want to change the pipes. This is happening, you know. Can they you got all these people depending on these pipes? Can they just wire shut your mouth somehow at night? I don't know. I don't. Well, I'm working on that. I got mm -hmm. the um, I got that that mouth piece mm -hmm. from my dentist, but uh, it was actually hurting my jaw. And I don't know why. I think maybe because I was wrestling with it in my sleep. I was trying to break it off. What do you mean get a humidifier, Nick? You think that it's, it's a humidity issue? Well, yeah. you snore in the summertime, right? When it's humid, even. Oh, I, I snore year-round. Yeah. yeah, no. I, it's good for the air in the room, though, to have a humidifier anyway, all year-round. Yeah, we have but, one. Oh, so my wife won't be sleeping, but she'll have, she'll have moist nasal passages. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, okay, want. good. What else you got, That's good advice. Well, the word or phrase, I guess you'd call it, 9-11 has been voted Word of the Year by the American Dialect Society. Their members voted for the word because of its significance and its almost universal adoption after the New York terrorist attacks. Some other interesting votes were voted least likely to succeed. Os Osamaniac, meaning a woman who is sexually attracted to Osama bin Laden. I don't personally know any. <laughs> <laughs> That's your type. I could see how that wouldn't oh catch on. Oh, some maniac. Most euphemistic daisy cutter bomb is used by the U.S. Air Force. You like that one, Dean? Yeah. What's euphemistic mean? You know, it's 
phrase, you know, meaning something else. It's just a... Oh. Yeah. Jumbo most shrimp. Most creative suicide bomber, a terrorist with bombs in his shoes. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one. <laughs> um, and most inspirational... Let's roll the words of Todd Beamer, who tackled one of the terror terrorists on a hijacked plane. I didn't know that he right said on. that. But there you go. Oh, you didn't know he said that? Let's roll. That's the last thing he said on the phone. He said he said he's on the phone with his. Well, no, he was on the phone with that re, that operator. Mm -hmm. And he said, "Are we ready to go? Let's roll." Mm. And he hung up the phone. That's that is seriously inspiration. I got a little chill right there. That's all. Hey, Nick, you can use Gravman more than once. Go ahead, use it again. Well, my Gravman with. Uh, <laughs> With 9-11, is that it's not a word or a phrase. <laughs> He's Crawford twice in one show. Yeah, so uh, I would have to negate that. You know what I mean? It's a number. Okay. Right. Well, what about if you spell it out? 9-11. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess my gravamen with that wasn't a good one. That's all right. You don't like it. Okay. <laughs> he's got a, you know what? I think this is a word that he's going to be using day in and day out. Because he's a got lot a lot of, of gravamens. Yeah. You do. I never knew I had so many gravamens. Well, the United Parcel Service, UPS, is upset with a doll maker who has designed Billy the Parcel Service doll. He wears a uniform that is brown, similar to that of UPS. Spokesperson at UPS says they've taken exception to the grotesquely well-endowed doll. And lawyers <laughs> have told BeProud.com to withdraw the doll, which the California-based company sells alongside Tyson and Carlos dolls as adult novelty items. But... Audi Morgan, co-owner of BeProud.com, told the Rainbow Network, how in the world can having a male with a large penis hurt anyone's reputation? It's not our fault if some people at UPS feel insufficient compared to Billy. <laughs> Morgan denies the doll's uniform infringed on UPS's rights, saying, you can't have a parody unless you carry some similarities to the original. There's no likelihood of the public confusing this doll with a UPS product. On a side note, all Billy dolls are shipped via UPS. You know what? Here's the here's the the deal, UPS. Never complain if you're being exaggerated in a positive way <laughs> or represented in a even if it's an overly positive way. Just take the compliment and run with it. You know what I'm saying? If they gave you oh, like yeah. no Schwanstucker, then you could say, "Hey, what we're being is slighted." But they got a huge package. It's making a statement. I didn't know, I know that it's a lot the, of pressure for UPS delivery sure. men to live with, though. I didn't know that the UPS was sort of a gay icon, the UPS delivery man. Uh, <laughs> um, I did not realize that either. I didn't realize that uh, the gay community apparently quite enjoys a man in uniform. Maybe when the village people, if they ever get back together, they'll have a UPS guy. Indian. It should be a whole new, <laughs> yeah. a whole new, uh, whole new village people. They've got some new fresh characters. Sean, have you thought about you know your band <laughs> Faultline adopting the village people garb? It's a look. It's definitely a look. Right? It's striking. Just Couldn't hurt. being out there. <laughs> a metal village people. <laughs> the city people. Yeah. Very heavy. The city people. Well, we do a metal version of this. Bring it back I'm again. Excited, bam, bam, yeah. bam. We'll have a meeting tonight. <laughs> Village people. So what are you going to wear? The Indian suit? No, I want the UPS suit. 
<laughs> Shorts. <laughs> well, for the second year in a row, Houston has been awarded the title of fattest city in the United States. The men's fitness magazine puts Chicago in second place. It considers air and water quality, television viewing habits, obesity rates, availability of parks, open spaces, climate, and nutrition when assigning the ranks. Houston now plans to launch a Get Fit effort inspired by Philadelphia, which you may remember implemented a citywide fitness campaign after they were named the Flab Capital in 1999. Other side of the spec spectrum, the nation's <laughs> fittest cities are Colorado Springs, Denver, San Diego, Seattle, and San Francisco. San Francisco, did you say? I Dark I side. <laughs> <laughs> when I was walking around San Francisco, oh yeah, I'll tell you this. A lot of dancing. Well, nobody was overweight. I actually commented on that. I said, well, you walk up these hills all day and night every day, and it's I no wonder everybody's so thin. to see you. It's very... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Plus, it's, it's, uh, the climate is conducive to year-round outdoor it. activity. Where that's it. Feet? Which is nice. That's it. Yes. You know, in a lot of those cities that you named, they're in states where the air is very clear. Colorado Springs, mm -hmm. Denver, Mile High City, uh, you know, San Francisco. They're very conducive mm -hmm. to being healthy. Do they it really in are. the butt. <laughs> don't know if that plays a role. <laughs> Box office over the weekend. It was another great one for the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Rings. $23 million to stay number one for the third week running. Coming in at number two, A Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe, followed by Ocean's Eleven, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, Royal Tenenbaums, which I saw, Ali, Vanilla Sky, Kate and Leopold, Harry Potter, and Monsters, Inc. I did to? not. Did I see any movies this weekend? No. Did not see any movies. Mm -hmm. Tried to see Ocean's Eleven, didn't make it. Uh, my family tried to go see Royal Tenenbaums, couldn't get in, sold out. Mm. That's what we spend a lot of time going to I movies that we never so. get in. Yeah, it's always this one theater near our house is packed. I don't know what the deal is. Mm. I'll tell you about what, what I thought of it later when we talk about weekends, but let me just get to the Grammy Award nominees were issued on Friday and the big winner of nominations anyway is U2 they walked away with eight. Oh my god for what they had a great album out this year oh I didn't even I was completely unaware of this album until the other day when I saw the Grammys flashed up I mean I know they had a new they had album. a huge world tour I haven't heard to support it. the record I know I can't name one song off that album beautiful day that song got played a lot where all over the place. Okay. Elevation. That song is great. Oh my God. Dark Side of the Throne. It got played Let's on modern rock stations great. all over the place. No, I mean, that song, Beautiful Day, crossed over. It got played everywhere. Let's not it use did. the term great. Throw on one of the songs from the new album. Oh my God. That's Play me Beautiful Day. Let me see if I know right, it. Because I, I couldn't hum it just hearing the title. Beautiful Day. All we have is live well, that's version. that's fine. All right, I'll put it on. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, you wow, too. Wow. Is that the opening? Blah, blah. Can you let him hear it, Dave? The hottest oh, my God. You've heard this, Dave. This is a button pusher. Totally. 
The ele- play so Elevation. That was the be- I thought the best song from this record. Well, it was all. I mean, it was all that whole story about how Joy Ramone was listening to it when he died. If I hear some something like the little edge, the no pun intended, then I'm I like keep it on. We don't have that one Elevation was such a great song, but it's not in the system. I see that you've sabotaged the system. Well, it's a great song, you know. All right, they got eight nominations. Who else got nominated? Um, I'll just tell you the big ones. Record of the year was U2, Train, Outcast, Alicia Keys, and India. I don't even know how to pronounce her name, but she had a whole bunch too. India Airy. I'm not really well aware of her work. Album of the year was U2, Outcast, Bob Dylan, India Airy, and the Oh Brother, Where Art You? uh, Where Art Thou soundtrack. Best rock song. Drops of Jupiter from Train, Elevation, U2, <laughs> Jaded, Aerosmith, Walk On, U2, and Yellow by Coldplay. <laughs> I like this year's nominations. Um, then I'll just tell you, best rock album, Linkin Park, U2, <laughs> Aerosmith, PJ Harvey, and um, Ryan Adams. I'm not sure who yeah, that partially, is. Partially, I think it was Slim Pickens this year. Quite honestly. Go mm-hmm. ahead. And uh, Best Hard Rock Performance, Alien Ant Farm, Linkin Park, P.O.D., Rage Against the Machine, Saliva, and Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Slayer. they had a record this year. For yeah. Discipline. There you go. Yeah. Oh, and Metal, and the- metal is Slipknot, System of a Down, Tool, Black Sabbath, and Slayer. Axel Rose and Scott Weiland are duking it out over uh, best wife beater category. <laughs> <laughs> it's a close call <laughs> on that. <laughs> NFL yesterday, Patriots beat Carolina 38-6. to Green Bay gets by the Giants 34-25, but uh, that record was broken by Strahan. I'm sure we'll get into that debate yeah, later. Yeah, we will discuss the Jets. What a great game The Jets, was. I actually saw the end of that one with the great field goal to beat Oakland 24-22. Washington over Arizona. Other notables in a game that goes down in the Who Cares file. Detroit beat Dallas 15-10. to <laughs> Last <laughs> injustice the of the season. Wait Nick. a second. Was <laughs> Detroit the low, losing yes. game, losingest team in the league? Isn't yeah. it? The yes. final crick, kick in the teeth. What's your gravamen with this situation, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> This is I, I. We needed a loss for a better draft pick. Oh, this okay. is all all part of the plan. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia beat Tampa Bay. No big deal. In a preview of what may happen next weekend mm, when they meet no up again way. in the playoffs. That's a good way to go into the playoffs. Seventeen thirteen. Oh, They're saving themselves. Islanders three two over Atlanta. They're pacing themselves. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's all like for the big third game. stringers and stuff. You know? Same no for Philadelphia deal. though. Yeah, exactly. No big deal. Whatever. Right. Okay. Taking a break, coming back. Something's next. Weekends? Yeah. Good. Weekends. We'll tell you what's going what's been going on in our lives over the past few days. It's been a three day weekend. An inadvertent one, but had to happen. So uh stick around. I actually uh went and saw the Rocky Horror Picture Show with Sebastian Bach in it. Myself. Nick, wait a second. Let's say smell still in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Nick tried to smell out of his car. And it was Russian Christmas Eve. I don't even know what that is. And my grandfather was Russian, so I'm curious. You got my you piqued my curiosity once again, Nick Lentino. Stick around for more D Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. D Snyder Radio. D Snyder. Radio 104. Snyder Radio. This-
Center himself. It's really in an effort to make it something special for you. You are a fanatic. Do you know that? I hope you'll enjoy it. On Radio 104. Yes, 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 Long Island Loud. That is my voice you hear on uh, MSNBC. <clears throat> he's hawking not... pizzas. He's hawking news shows. He's all over the place. That's right. I'm everywhere. Can't be missed. And uh says it was cool to see me being a regular dude out at the mall with my kids. Yeah, well, that's what I do. I'm a regular dude. Pretty regular. This morning I wasn't, though. I've been bound up all day, and now I'm really just getting uncomfortable. I just, it's just throwing me off. That's just what I tell you. Uh, and remember the address. <clears throat> it's D. Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. That's your address for everything. Whether it's hypothetical questions, you want to respond or react to something we've been talking about, or just to say how much you love or hate the show, D. Snyder Radio, D-E-E-S-N-I-D-E-R, radio, at clearchannel.com. Well, we just had a three-day weekend. Well, some of us had a three-day weekend. Just you, I think, D. Just Macy, you came in on Friday. Beth, Mm what did you do on Friday? Well, I got ahead of myself on things uh, on the computer and just did some busy work I had to do. I didn't get here at four. Oh, okay. It was an easier day. (laughs) Yeah, it was an easier day. Easier day than normal, but... um, well, I can't officially say that because it was a personal day, but I had something to take care of that was not entertaining in the least. <laughs> it didn't feel like a day off on Friday, I'll tell you that. But uh, again, it's personal. I can't talk about it. So, Beth, what did you do on the weekend? Well, it was nice because for the first time in a while, we didn't really have any set plans. And uh, that'll be the first time, the last time for a while, too. So, Friday, we just went to dinner, and uh, that was all. Saturday morning, we got up early and went and played racquetball, our second time i have yet to win any games but i feel like i'm improving true to your new year's resolution exactly exactly there you go we'll learn to play we'll play racquetball mm-hmm. the two of you play together now um this is a, a new experience for the two of you uh playing a, an athletic mm. sport together well we've played tennis a couple times uh but i guess so yeah how do you perform together in that arena really well i sort of I tend to not get that frustrated, but I do get fired up when I make a good shot. But it's easy for him because he's usually so far out in front that he can join in my celebration if I make a good oh. shot. Okay, um, so, so have you ever, in, in either of these sports you've played with him, have you ever threatened his, uh, you know, superior, his superiority? Uh, I did beat him in tennis. But I've been taking and lessons for a couple of years, so. How did he react? Fine. Good sport? Yeah. Try to find a flaw. I'm just trying to see. I mean, this is a pretty perfect relationship. And it's, you know, I mean, I've got a great relationship, but there are places where, you know, there's a rub and mm-hmm. we kind of avoid things like, you know, when we we don't work well together. And Suzette's, we, Suzette's work with me in the, with the band in the old days. She did makeup and hair and stuff like that. And, and we just 
on each other's nerves because we have different ways of working. So we have to all these years, like when we do jobs in house, she does a job on one side of the house. <laughs> I do a job on the other side of the house. So we can't even see each other working because it gets done, but we just have a different way of going about mm-hmm. it. I'm just curious if there's any little, you know, little blemishes in the perfect world. I'll of let you know. I'll keep you posted. It's only no, what, Dark Side? It makes me sick, right? It makes me sick. Yeah, well, you like the, your relationship. You like the fonds of relationships, too. It's like, yeah, right. Hey. I finally get a good one. Get off my oh. back. <laughs> <laughs> Let her enjoy it. Let um, her enjoy it. I think it's going to be great. Glenn's a great guy. Just, just curious as a relationship develops where there might be a little rub here or there, and that's a little bumps we work around. Yeah, you know? just, just, it must be nice waking up every morning and hearing birds singing. It is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's nice. Zippity-doo-dah, Dave. <laughs> Zippity-doo-dah. Uh, so then Saturday night, yeah. we uh, <laughs> went to dinner, which was eh, fair. I won't tell you where we went. Won't be back. And then uh, we went to see the... Did well, you run into Dark Side there? No. <laughs> it was not a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then we went to see the Royal Tenenbaums, which I really enjoyed. I thought it was really good. I, I, I thought it was funny, and the dialogue was fun, and I, I just had a good good time with the movies, So, which I hadn't had the last time, a couple times I went. I would recommend it's, it. It's doing pretty well in mm-hmm. the... Uh, oh, these button bars were all screwed up in the theaters. Yeah, my son saw it, and him and his girlfriend really liked it, and they have varying... Uh, taste in comedy. You know, and the cast and, uh, is great. It's it's Gene Hackman who's the best, and Angelica Houston and Gwyneth Paltrow, and Ben Stiller and Bill Murray. So you can't lose there either. Oh, Bill, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. And then those two crazy part. brothers. Yeah, yeah, and the one Wilsons. of them co-wrote the the movie. Yeah, those Owen and Owen and Luke is the one who goes out with Gwyneth Paltrow in real life. Right, Owen and Luke mm-hmm. uh, Wilson. Wilson. They write movies and they star in them. Yeah. They both are very well. So uh, it was good, and then Sunday we uh, we didn't watch a little football, read, and well, went to church. Right. Nothing really. Okay, did Johnny Electric uh, knock anybody out over the weekend uh, for <laughs> taking his food off his plate or anything like that? No, luckily we didn't run into any incidents like that. <laughs> That's good. That's Do you good. guys like That's... read together? Well, not from the same book. No, I'm saying like you both sit down with a book at the same time. Sometimes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> This is, this is a very different life. You and Michelle sit down you and or watch I TV know about. sometimes together. This is different. <laughs> ah, darling. I don't know why you Good care. Good morning, Dave. darling. I hope I wasn't too much of an animal last night. <laughs> Glenn wakes up. <laughs> it's a nice life. Hey. Hey, you could, you could, you know, that's what's bad. You could do a lot worse. You should feel very happy. I do. Got a lovely. Good morning, darling. <laughs> I trust you slept well. <laughs> I hope I wasn't too much of an animal. You okay, Lentino? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, My car smells I, fresh, too. I know. Well, no, I have so many problems in my life that I really. You can live vicariously through me. I, I really. No, I, I really like Glenn a lot. I think he's a really good guy the times that I've talked to him. I haven't been able to hang out as much as I like to with him. Even. Well, he's a cool guy. House. He's a cool guy. But um, I just think that... No, I no. There's nothing wrong with anything, um, and that's that's really not a problem. I just think that Dark Side and I m- might be a little. I don't know. 
not used to stuff like that. No, you know? totally not. Our My theory is that there's only a certain amount of problems in the world, and that since you've been kind enough to shoulder <laughs> many of them yourself, Nick, yeah. that's been allowed to have this problem-free life. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Because you're carrying the burden. Mm. I just can't. Under, I can't walk anywhere without there being something, some kind of conflict. And you know, there's no conflict. All right. Well, case in point, what happened with you this weekend? I mean, uh, you were at the brickyard on Friday night. How'd that go? <laughs> oh God, um, the brickyard went well, um, but CO2 cartridge girl was there again. Look, um, what I brought in though. You've I got was what you able to count. Confiscate. It's not used, is it? No. This is one of the cartridges that uh, is used for the graffiti gun at the brickyard. And as you can see, D, it's a copper piece about two and a half inches, three inches. Two and a half, three inches long. It's a heavy piece. Yeah, and the thing about it is it's it's weight. It's uh, 16 grams in weight. I see it right here. Yeah, but she was pushing it in there. She wasn't, like, holding it, was she? Yeah, well, she was pushing it in, but I wonder, like, I mean, it was in there for, like, a second, but I wonder, like, can they hold it in there, Beth? Can you, like, kind of crunch your thing? You're asking Beth? <laughs> well, I don't... I've, none of us have one, so... Well, you'd have to sh let me see how heavy it is. Okay. You speak grams, Dark Side Dave. Is that heavy? I think 16 grams. Grams is uh, what's that? An ounce? Oh, it's an ounce. Sixteen grams sure is an ounce. An ounce, yeah. an ounce is not much. very heavy. Mm, well, that feels heavy to you, Nick. Yeah, it feels heavy for. I mean, so well, could you have held it in your butt? It's called a kabuki. <laughs> I don't think I could. Well, butt's different than. Uh, uh, I mean, butts hold things differently than a vagina does. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I had a. Uh, I'll bet it would stay. We had to take a break, but Sean had to take me home on Friday night. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll find out what happened to Nick and Darkseid and myself this weekend when we return with more D-Sider Radio in just a moment. It's Radio 104 and XL. Oh, yes. 8 o'clock. <sighs> Time for the big announcement as well. There is no big announcement. The appearance in Richmond has been called off. I'll explain why. It's nothing to do with us. I'll tell you right now. We're ready to go. We're going to return with more D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. D. Snyder Radio. WMRQ Waterbury Heart Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. What is it about D. Snyder? I can always serve as a bad example. I know you. Radio 104. Now back. Listen to what this guy said. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. All right, we're back. And uh, it's eight-ish, and we're supposed to make a big announcement today about our Huge first appearance in Richmond, and I am ashamed to say that it is, yeah, not happening. Teased it before we went on vacation, teased it for a week after vacation, and to be told Thursday after the show that there would be no appearance. 
that it fall apart. And it's so frustrating and infuriating and embarrassing to us, embarrassing to have to sit here and say it's not happening. And, it, it's, and it, it's just ludicrous. People don't want to be thrown under the freaking bus. I'll tell you right now, nobody on this show is at fault. Not one person. As a matter of fact, this show and this station up here are working overtime to make an appearance at XL102 a reality. It didn't happen. It, Beth, it's so infuriating. Other syndicated shows, that they won't even go to the, see the towns. They won't even go to the towns. Okay? All right, everybody knows I'm friends with Howard, okay? And, that, and that's fine. Howard won't even go to, he's never been to Hartford. And he won't go to the big cities until they make, a, make me number one. That's his thing. I want to go down there day one. I'm excited to get a new new city. I've been trying to get this show down here. Have I not been trying, Beth? Diligently. Diligently. Because I think it's it's important. I'm happy to get a new city like Richmond on board. I'm psyched. I'm stoked. I don't want to wait. I'm not going to hold a, something over your head, dangle a carrot, and say, oh, you know, make me number one and I'll come down there, or maybe never even come down there. I'm coming down. I want to come down. I can't come down. But trying to put together some sort of appearance, and granted, it's not all that easy. You got seven bodies, and there's transportation, and there's housing, and there's all sorts of issues like that, you know, and security, and all sorts of issues like that. But it's not impossible. It's done. And then I'm told we're going to make this big announcement. I'm told for weeks that this deal is happening. Nick, thank God you decided to tease it for another week. Could you? That was me. <laughs> oh, crow came out of my yeah. Can you imagine if we didn't tease it for another week? Because remember, originally I was going to announce when we came back because we talked about it before the holidays. Yeah. And you said, "Look, let's let's tease it." You know, being the consummate professional that Nick is, he's like, "Hey, let's tease this thing. Let's showbiz." But that's right. You know, let's build a little suspense. Mm -hmm. So I would have announced it on Monday when we got back or whatever day we got back, only to be here a few day, a week later to say it's been canceled. That would have been worse. Thank God you decided to hold back on it. Maybe maybe somewhere deep inside you knew there was chinks in the armor. Chink in the armor! And, and, and I find out that, that you know, it was supposed to be a, a decent radio night at the WWF. We're going to come down there. We're going to go see the WWF with a couple hundred listeners. We do stuff like that. That's something that's a, I consider it to be a signature thing. D Snyder Radio Night at D. We've gone to hockey games up here. We've gone to baseball games. We, and we hang out. We just go and we hang out. Sit in stands. We cheer. We yell. We scream. We gorilla in. We make some noise. We've done it with 50 listeners. We've done it with 500 listeners. Everybody's so amazed. I can't believe you're just hanging out. That's what we do. That's what it's, it's, nobody does that. No attitudes, just sitting and hanging out and enjoying a night out together with some listeners who won the chance to hang out with us. So we were going to do that with the WWF. We got a great, and now I hear there's problems that we, they weren't sure about security and if we could get in the ring. I just want to hang out with a bunch of listeners. What's so difficult about that? But it's not happening. For, I don't, I don't even understand the reasons. 
I don't stand the reasons. Security issues. We have to protect everybody. I'm going to beat them up. <sighs> I, you know, I, I don't know. But anyway, it's not happening. It's off. And, you know, and it's, and, and now in February screwed up because we're trying, you know, because I was like, well, when's the next time we can get down there? Because I'm doing that movie in February. <sighs> so I'm going to be in Texas for that. I'll be broadcast from down there. So now, so just as a little, I don't know, bone to throw you on this one. It's, there's this big chili cook-off thing that they have at XL 102 every year. It's a big event. They are still having it, and they promise us we're going to be down there. We'll be down there. We'll be there. Okay? And, uh, and that's a big event happening in March. Right, Nick? I mean, it's... Yes, it's in March. To be announced. And they've been talking... When I started in October, they were like, well, we have the big chili cook-off. I said, that's March, man. October, November, December, January, February, March. Six months, a half a year. I want to get down there sooner. We are be, being embraced by the people in Virginia. They're enjoying the show. They are appreciating what we do. We want to show that we appreciate them. We want to go down and do a D. Snyder Radio night in Richmond, hanging out with some of the peeps. This isn't rocket science. How tough is that? Well, apparently it's tough. Apparently it's very difficult to orchestrate. So it's not happening. And we did our part. That's all I can tell you. And they said, well, we didn't have a budget. We couldn't fly everybody down. I said, you know what? Get us a bus. We'll all get on a bus. I'm not psyched about an eight-hour ride or whatever it is down to... Uh, Beth was not too happy about it either. <laughs> I was mandating rules all over the place. <laughs> but, we, but, you know, we said we want to bring all seven of us down there. And we want, we want to come down. People want to see the team. We don't want to leave Mudbone and Psycho and Chown behind. You know, of course, we're leaving Dovey behind, but he's no. And, uh, you know, and he hasn't made the grade yet. But anyways... So, you know, we, we were making, you know, you know like adjustments. We were trying to make it work, but apparently it couldn't be put together. I am sorry. I'm embarrassed. And I can't apologize more than this. We have tried. But apparently, uh, we can only do so much here on our end. Can't pay for it out of our pockets. See, the, each radio station has to pay for their own way. Okay, they, that's the way it works. All right, that's the end of that. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Dark side, I'll get to Nick and just getting carried home, whatever. Dark side, what'd you do this weekend, man? Yeah, well, I guess I'll uh, I'll go in reverse here. Yesterday morning, uh, obviously, yesterday I spent the whole day watching football. Um, yesterday morning, how'd you do? Uh, okay. Do you and Michelle do that together or what? No, she she watches TV upstairs. Mm -hmm. She hates football. So you so. both are watching TV. The same time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm watching football In downstairs. She's upstairs watching. She calls it the Lifetime channel. I call it the Lesbian channel. I, I disagree with her <laughs> watching that stuff, but that's, you know, whatever she yeah, wants she to tell watch. She calls, uh, calls uh, your channel uh, the Homo channel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> men watching other sweaty men yeah. perform. Uh, I told her. I told her. I said, you should get into football, you know? I mean, women like football, you know? But uh, she doesn't listen to me, so, you know, let her <laughs> That's not a first, upstairs. I guess. Yeah, that's fine. So, um, 
Yesterday morning, we woke up early and we went to an art show. I think you should play my music for yourself. No, I don't think I should because I was totally not happy being there. You were there. An I art know. show? Was this velvet paintings? Velvet Elvis? <laughs> velvet like Elvis and Snoopies and stuff. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was like a starving artist oil painting sale thing they had going on in Rocky Hill. And it totally sucked. The place was packed and there wasn't anything, you know, I was really interested in. So uh, we were there for all of about five minutes and left. What was the price range of the pictures at this show? From 1995 to about <laughs> <laughs> 50 bucks. Nope, the cast oh, is yeah, it was so Yeah, definitely needs your music. Oh, it was so white trash. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so uh, we were there for like all of about five minutes. I started getting really pissed off at a lot of the people that were there. You didn't curse um, out anybody, did you? Couple, couple people. They wouldn't move. Just like a regular we saying, art show. Excuse me. You know, we're trying to get by. I had Connor in the carriage. I'm like, excuse me. I'd like to get by. And this one lady like looked at us and then just turned around and ignored us. I said, move, bitch. How did you, know? <laughs> how did you resist? Like, what did she say? Up yours no, she just like looked at me, snarled and kind of moved in a little bit. I'm like, gee, thanks. Thanks for the hey, help. I can't believe you said that. She wouldn't move. She would not move. I'm. There's people freaking everywhere. I got a carriage with the boy in it, and she's not moving. I said, move, bitch. Get out of my way. She Listen, you should have realized there's going to be a crowd around that dogs playing cards painting. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants to get in on that Dude, one. Dude, I got that, though. I got that. <laughs> dogs playing poker. Oh it's awesome. WT. 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 Um, then, uh, <laughs> oh, we're, we think we're surprised. <laughs> um, I got, um, and then Saturday we went to the, I went to the motorcycle show at the Connecticut Expo Center, which right was amazing. Dude, it was awesome. I mean, this place was packed. I mean, leather everywhere, motorcycles. I mean, dude, oh, you would have had a blast there, D. You should have been was there. Was Indian there? Were they represented? Yeah. Indian in, motorcycles? There was Indian motorcycles everywhere, dude. The dude that did our airbrushing on our D. Snyder Radio jackets, the leather jackets we got, he yeah. was there. He had an Indian motorcycle set up there. And D, I'm telling you, he would do your motorcycle right, dude. There was he did the, all the airbrushing on it, like oh, oh, like American Indian stuff and designs. And he had like on the front fender, there was like feathers and stuff, dude. Oh, I it can see was that. Cool. Sounds beautiful. It was really cool. There was like a lot of hose there, and um, a couple like <laughs> a couple real skanky ones. But um, all in any all, of our was, peeps were our peeps down there. You know what? The weird thing is, there were so many of our peeps there, but none of the regulars. The only regular that was down there was Howie. Aside from that, there was like tons of people. I mean, the D Euro stickers were flying oh, off good. the table. Tons and tons of people come down. I listen all the time. I listen all the time. None of them, like, right but they were the peeps, but none of the regulars. You know, so it was great to get the you know some of the new peeps coming down and everything. Um, so that that went over really well. It was a really good time there. And um, Friday night, we went uh, furniture shopping for the trailer. <laughs> and uh, anything in particular? Yeah, we're looking for a sectional couch to put in there. And a um, sexual couch? Well, that's what it'll turn into later on. But <laughs> I'll, show you, oh, I'll show you the video on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but I got uh, I got kind of put in my place. You know, I uh, got turned down for a line of credit at Bob's Discount Furniture. Oh, at Bob's? <laughs> yeah. Turned down. They were like... And then oh. depression set in. Yeah, totally. Oh. So, and, you know, at that point, I just, I felt exactly what my worth was. I'm like, oh, man. Got turned down at Bob's. 
Like, Dude, it's all right. It's all changing. It's all going to be just gonna worked out. I know. You sure you wrote, filled everything in properly? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> so then I was telling her, like, we got in the car and we were leaving and I was all bummed out. I'm like, you know what? We'll just wait till heavy trash night and then just go drive around <laughs> the neighborhood, see if we can find something. Did that I make her think- feel better? No. <laughs> No, she was irked. <laughs> I didn't think uh, Bob's carried the milk crates for the uh, stereo equipment and the tree stump for the coffee table. I want the spool. That's <laughs> what I want. <laughs> I used to have a spool. Excuse me, where's the spool <laughs> department? Those things are awesome. Those spools are the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was my weekend in a nutshell. <laughs> All right. Well, think of your nutshells. We're going to take a break. Come back, and uh, I'll tell you about going down to see the Rocky Horror Show. And, and Nick got carried home from the brickyard. So much more to talk about on D-Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. D-Snyder Radio. Radio 104. D-Snyder Radio. Around here. I try to be as nice as possible. We have all the control and all the power. On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. D. Snyder. Check this out, will you? We've got your chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 36 in New Orleans. If you win, you'll also get special passes that'll get you on the field during the halftime performance of U2. Trip, relax, Beth. Suddenly, it's exciting. Trip includes airfare for two, hotel, accommodations, rental car, tickets to the Super Bowl, plus admission to the NFL experience and exclusive NFL players party. Your chance happens twice per day. Listen for the cue to call. Hear it. Be caller number 36 at 1-866-525-WINS. That's 1-866-525-9467. And you win a trip to Super Bowl 36. Today, the cues to call will be between 12.30 and 1.30 p.m. And then again between 2.30 and 3.30 p.m. Got it? This is a great opportunity. It's a great trip. Football junkie. I'm sure you will never forget. All right? And uh, enough of that. Let's get back into the thick of things. Um... It's got a reaction here from Howie the Man, sent to D. Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. Regarding Jack and Dexter, that game I did the voice on. Mm-hmm. He says, D, played the game. You did a voice in uh, Jack and Dexter. You did good, D. They messed with your voice a little, took out your high-pitched squeal. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't have a high-pitched squeal. Howie, put down the joint and step <laughs> away from the bong. Hmm. High-pitched squeal. But it sounded good, he says, tells me. Thanks, Howard. Come on, squeal. Squeal. <laughs> they did actually, um, uh, they messed my voice. They put a, uh, a harmonizer, mm-hmm. but I was talking in like a weird voice, you know. I can't remember what I said. I can't remember the dialogue, actually. But I know it was in a real, you know, deep evil voice you know and they did all kind of stuff on there uh, something about the oh, I can't remember the name I uh, forget it anyway Jack and Dexter I'm the I'm the I'm the wizard or something in there um, 
back to the weekends at hand. Nick, I'll get to you in a second. We um, undecorated this weekend. Oof, it is a project at your house. Now, you know, when you're decorating, there's a certain joy to it. Yes, we really go crazy. Mm -hmm. It's just that really fires it up, you know. But it's... It's done, you know, you're getting close to the holidays, the kids are getting fired up, and Christmas music's starting to play, and you're cooking cr holiday cookies, and you know, you, and then you're, and you're gradually decorating the house. I mean, Suzette does lion's share, obviously, but there's, there's the magic of Christmas, to coin a phrase, mm -hmm. in quotation marks. Undecorating, completely miserable dark task <laughs> there is no music there are no cookies nobody wants to do it it is a drag and a half and as you're doing it you're regretting ever putting the thing up in the first place and well, especially got with that a tree that big 15 footer you know a lot of cursing a lot of yelling going on a lot of griping by the kids you know they couldn't wait to get the boxes let's decorate the tree now it is like you're torturing them <laughs> To put the ornaments back in the box. What do I have to do? Shut up! Everybody's yelling and screaming. Miserable weekend. It's just miserable. And undecorating for the holidays is is so miserable. You say, I don't want to do it again. And then, of course, next Christmas arrives and the spirits start to get you and you get all fired up and you do it again. So, But that's what we did most of the weekend. Although Suzette and I did get to go see um, Sebastian Bach in the Rocky Horror Show. We went down. We'd seen the Rocky Horror Show already uh, back when they were wanted me to, to do a role in there, do the Eddie role, and it didn't. Things didn't work out there. And this is the last weekend. The show was over. Sunday was the last day. They because they reopened for the holidays with Sebastian Bach as riffraff. So Sebastian really wanted us to see him, and we really wanted to check him out. We had seen him in Jekyll and Hyde, mm -hmm. and he was amazing in Jekyll and Hyde. Like I said, the most. If anybody's seen Jekyll and Hyde, the amazing part was not seeing him as Mr. Hyde because that's a very, you know, angry, hostile character. Seeing him as Dr. Jekyll, this Englishman, you know, very straight-laced straight and, and proper and singing all these proper songs, that was the impressive part, and he really was impressive. Um, the Rocky Horror Show... Uh, Sebastian was great. The only problem was is that he was very rock and roll. He looked basically like he was, you know, in Skid Row pretty much. I mean, you know, dressing gothy, and he, and he you know, didn't he has long blonde hair, and he played it very much like he's Sebastian Bach on stage. So whenever he was singing, it was very tough to see him as riffraff and not as, hey, there's Sebastian Bach from Skid Row out there. Yeah, Sebastian, you know, kicking ass. So, uh... Uh, he was really good, though. But the funny thing is, is I mean, when I went in there, none of you guys have seen it. It's a small theater. So it, it quickly became apparent to everybody there that that I was there. Well, I, Sebastian, I, leave it to Sebastian. He fires up everybody in the <laughs> cast. So they start making Twisted Sister references <laughs> during the show. Yeah. <laughs> when, at one point, Dr. Scott commenting about Magenta says, well, that's some twisted sister over there. We've got a great reaction to the crowd. And then Janet ran out of the place singing, we're not going to take it at one point. <laughs> so it was very funny uh, and it was fun. And uh, Sebastian was, gr you know, was great. So after the show went back and, and saw Sebastian and uh, he's got a new show coming out on MTV, uh, not MTV, on VH1. Has his own show that's going to be on there. What kind of a show? 
I'm not exactly sure. It's it's something that he created, which is part vintage video, part lifestyle. You know, and I'm like saying, well, you know, we're in our 30s and 40s now. What exact kind of lifestyle you have? You show you hanging out with your kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like it was back in the in the 80s. Uh, but he's already done a few episodes. And uh, it's, I don't know when it's going to start airing, but he's already shot, and he wants to shoot one. He's going to come up to Hartford with the VH1 crew, and he wants to come on to the show. And as part of one of his shows, he wants to shoot, you know, him coming up to visit D. Snyder Radio mm. and hanging on the air with us. My second appearance on VH1. Second appearance? Maybe you'll get a little more FaceTime on on VH1. Yeah. Maybe they'll start to know. (laughs) I'm telling you, sooner or later, you're going to become a very hot commodity. We'll see. People are going to want to talk to and want to interview Beth Lockwood. So that was the the extent of my week. That was good. Uh, Well, it wasn't really good. It was crappy. Okay? I mean, undecorating is a crappy weekend. Anyway, you slice it. But, Nick, I'm very curious. You go to the brickyard. Mm Mm-hmm. You run into CO2 girl again. No, I didn't. I just No, you haven't. No, I, I, <clears throat> I didn't run into her at the brickyard. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I just uh, grabbed a CO2 cartridge to show you guys. But um Oh, cause finally since she was there, there was one available. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I went down there and it was um I made the mistake of uh eating about half hour hour before I went. I had a burrito. And uh, the you end should of the never night. have burritos anyway, right? No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. But don't by just... now, don't you know what you can eat? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know why. Isn't that clear to you what's going to cause you a problem? I don't know why I wanted a burrito so bad. I see him in the office sometimes with lunch up in the calf, and I see him drag down something from up there, some stew, and I'm going. You know this is going to be flying out of your bowels in in a hot second. In anything, why are you even trying? Max or Tex Max, just stay away from that. I know. I just wanted a burrito. Really, yeah, I wanted yeah. burrito really badly. But anyway, I went to the brickyard, and it's always a good time there. I had a had a good night. Uh, Sean showed up and solo. Some, uh, Sean showed up solo. Yeah, yeah, I was alone. Yeah, but um. Everybody, there's a thing like everybody when you go out, you don't drink, so you really don't know. But people come up to me and they give me shots, and for some reason they <laughs> want to see, they want to see me drunk. And I drink regularly, but I, I, my body can't handle a lot. I drink pretty slowly, but Friday night it uh, really caught up with me, and I kind of got caught up in the moment there, and was having a good time behind Polly's bar and. It was about one one thirty in the morning, and I was like, "Sean, I gotta get the hell out of here." And those um, people are pumping you with drinks. Yeah, and well, uh, you know, you know what? I, I just, first of all, I understand the situation because everybody, whenever I go someplace, they want to buy me a drink, even though I'm pretty well known that I don't drink and I, you know, I'm not a drinker. But they always want to buy you a drink. It's a ge- it's a friendly gesture, and in your case, yeah, they probably want to get you screwed up. But have you ever thought about? You know, the old vomitorium routine, you know, like they used to do in ancient Greece. Drink, uh, like the pros do it, and then go out and then puke it up and then go back for more? No, no. That's how the pros do it. See, uh, I, I was feeling good, though. I, I mean, I, was, I felt fine. But um, Sean saw Sean saw me, and I guess I wasn't in good shape. I, I saw a different Nick than Nick. <laughs> His impression of himself is much different than the impression I got because he... Let's just say when he went to the bathroom and he came back, it was like, you know, if 10 steps took like 20 steps. 
It was kind he of was, going to the left. He was left. that gone? Oh, yeah. He definitely wasn't in any kind of well, shape. Good thing you were there. Yeah. So, Sean, well, someone would have given I knew plenty of people there who would have given me a ride, but uh, Sean drove me back. And uh, when I got home, I, um, <laughs> I, uh, I partly made it up the stairs, and then I started the crawl <laughs> towards yeah. the uh, toilet, and it wasn't like, I wasn't nervous about puking in the room, because, you know, I'm the only one there, so I could clean it up easily, but I did make it to the toilet, and I puked from 2 o'clock in the morning till... 4.15 and in the middle of it I thought I had to take a dump Could you be more graphic? What, what, this, is a, this is your weekend? Yeah. You think we want to hear that you vomited for two hours and took a crap? Yeah, well no I didn't but I fell asleep on the bowl in the middle of this whole thing so my Friday night wasn't that good. And then um, the it end up, Yeah, it didn't oh, end no. up that good. I mean, I just stank. You know what I mean? And the burrito coming back up wasn't... Depression, sir. It makes you puke more almost. How you know? low do you got to feel you wake up on a chloroform? <laughs> <laughs> Pants down around the ankles, yeah. That was, that was a rough night. But uh, Saturday, I um, I went, I, I got up early because I wasn't feeling that great, but I went to work on my car, steam cleaned the thing again. It smells a little Oof. bit better, but, um, you know, the with the steam cleaner, you get the white the foam coming car, out. Yeah. yeah, and you suck it up and I was sucking up the foam and I was still sucking up brown foam. So still in the, in the seats. Sean was in my car. It's Thanks. really bad, D. As a matter of fact, I mean, I'm not a smoker anymore. I've been a week now without any kind of cigarettes. Congratulations. I was begging Nick to smoke in his car <laughs> with the windows up. <laughs> he started rolling down his window. I said, no, dude, please do me a favor. Keep your window up. I don't care how smoky it gets in here. It stinks to high heaven in there. It's so bad. You Words can't even describe it. Yes, Nick. Bad. Good luck. You should yeah. try some of the suggestions that people have. I will. And then, um, and then, oh, yesterday I went to my parents' house because it was Russian Christmas Eve, and um, my you mom, celebrate Russian Christmas Eve in your house? Yeah, we do every year because my mother is Russian Orthodox, and uh, I we, did not know that. Yeah, we grew. I up, probably did, but I just I'm half Czechoslovakian, so we used to go to these services that would last hours and hours back in the day. But we still every Russian. Christmas Eve, you gotta, um, you know, keep with tradition. And I got honey put on my head last night. That's a tradition to keep me sweet the whole year. <laughs> and uh, is that <laughs> how long did it last? I don't know. My dad was Free trying talk. to put it all over. Oh, put it all over your body. Put it all over your body. <laughs> don't started to smoke when it touched his flesh. <laughs> so last night was good though. I got to hang out with my parents. Had mushroom soup and pierogies. Okay, oh. pierogies. Yeah. Your mom make them herself? Of course, yeah. Oh, look at that. I didn't realize you were so ethnic. Yeah, you can either <laughs> have like a sauerkraut in them or cabbage and, or a potato. And, uh, Do you get presents good. on Russian New Christmas Eve? Uh, no, no oh. presents. But um, <laughs> it's cool, though, because my mom looks out for me and she kind of slipped me some cash on the side. Oh. So. That's a good mom. He's helping the cause. He's helping the cause. Yeah. Hey, Mrs. So. Lentino, he's only 28. <laughs> okay, sleep him some cash. All right, well, I'm glad you had a good weekend, Nick. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we're going to be talking to Rob Dibble in a little bit.
big weekend in football for people who like football. And we'll talk to Rob about that. But uh, coming up next, we got some news. Beth, you ready? You need a little no, time I'm to ready. get together. Uh, Al-Qaeda prisoners are headed to Cuba, some of them, soon. More info now coming out on the 15-year-old suicide pilot in Tampa. Low-riding pants could get you in trouble with the law, at least in one state. The world's oldest man has died, so that post is vacant. I'll tell you who turned down Playboy, and already the Star Wars hype is underway. All right. Very excited. We're taking a break. We're coming back. The news is next. It's D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. D. Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio 104. D. E. E. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Later this week, we'll be playing Hypothetically on D-Signer Radio. What is that, you ask? Well, that's where you, the listeners, send in hypothetical situations like if uh, Nick needed one of your kidneys to survive, would you donate one to him? We've addressed this question a long time ago. Um, and, you know, and then we, the show, we go around the horn and we discuss it creates some interesting conversation, and you've had many clever ideas. My favorite to date being, I wish I knew who gave, did this one because they deserve credit. I'm always referencing this one, and that was, um, would you rather have your parents see you catch you having sex or catch your parents having sex? Uh, I wish I really enjoyed the discussion on that question. Send your hypothetical situations to Radio at clearchannel.com. If we use your hypothetical you get a D. Snyder Radio prize pack. It's a pretty easy way of getting one. D. Snyder Radio, that's D-E-E-S-N-I-D-E-R, radio at clearchannel.com. Same place that people send their uh, letters. Things like a letter I got from Sharon from Glastonbury, Connecticut, who loves the show, gets to listen for a half hour a day, but makes her ride to work a hell of a lot more fun. And she just said a lot of nice things. Thank you, Sharon. And in a P.S., she said, why is Sean being called Sean all of a sudden? Did I miss something? No, not really. Uh, when we were out in California, Psycho Dan, who is, is Shaun's arch nemesis, he is Shaun's Lex Luthor. Uh, he just, some, you came up with the idea for Shaun, right? Just all of a sudden just dawned on you at one moment? Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. We were walking around. I said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if people start, start calling you Shao? And he said, no. And I said, well, I think you should tell people that that's your name. And he said, yeah. all right, so... It's Shown. And that's Shown. It just started, <laughs> and it stuck, because it's just fun to say. It's fun to say. Mm-hmm. Shown. Uh, regarding the big announcement of the uh, promotion in Richmond, it is not happening. I am embarrassed to say. I apologize. There's nothing to do with our end. We were ready to go. We've been trying to get down there for friggin' ever, and... Uh, Management down there uh, did not, I don't know what the deal was. Uh, we were told this thing was a go. We teased it for weeks. And then right on the last day of last week, we were told that it was off because a couple of things had apparently been worked out. I don't know why 
Someone would tell someone that they have a plethora. I don't know why someone would say that, you know, this is a go when they clearly hadn't worked out the details. And uh, it's embarrassment to us. You know, it just seems, I don't know. (laughs) There's a lot of syndicated shows, and you don't see the hosts making visits uh, to the cities. Or you see, uh, you know, dangling a carrot over their head. You know, if you do this, then I will come. And here you have a host and a radio show that's ready. It's dying to go down there to a city that they're syndicated to and visit and just can't make it happen. Apparently, it's just way too difficult. So I'm really sorry. But, uh, you know, if you got anything you want to say, ask the management over at XL102 about it. Uh, that's... Uh, and. When's the next time we're going to be able to finally get down there? Well, next week, next month, you know, this was supposed to be at the end of this month. It's supposed to be a night at D-Sider Radio, night at the WWF with a bunch of listeners. Uh, March, February, I should say, is kind of screwed up because I'm filming that movie for VH1. I'll be on the air, but I'll be filming that. Um, so in March, I understand they're having the big chili cook-off. What is the title of that? Chili cook-off. Yeah. Annual event, and they promise us we'll be down there. We'll be down there. (laughs) Hope you were able to bleep that out in both cities. Well, at least we got one of them. (laughs) What? Everybody lately... Nick, well, I'm pissed. I know. I'm controlling myself because <laughs> because of, they beg for mercy. But I will saddle the program director and ride him down there. <laughs> oh, I will ride him down there. I still got my spurs from the old days. Oh. Digging them in the sides. I will be there. And they'll be dragging the rest of the morning show with them. <laughs> it screws up that one. So, uh, anyways. Oh, <laughs> Hey, why don't they have a bleeping device down there? <laughs> for God's sake. While we're on the subject, I don't know. You think that's, they would? That's pure stupidity. I'm D. Snyder, for God's sakes. I was arrested for profanity. The <laughs> fact that I'm not cursing every other word is a miracle of God. <laughs> Do you know what kind of control I've got that I don't, don't curse all the time? I've, I've, I've been... St- <laughs> I slipped, but I'm pissed. I'm controlling how pissed I am. Okay. Doing a good job. Thanks. <laughs> you know I'm controlling forever. myself. I know you, you are. You know I'm controlling myself. I know you and are. Nick appreciates it. Yes, you're behaving very well. <laughs> if they think that I'm like I'm doing a very good job, you have no idea. No, you're doing, yeah. Send them a tape. Yeah, I've been on the receiving end, so you're doing a, a good job, T. Just, you know, we'll work through Let's move on to the news, shall yes, we? Yes, Headlines. 1,500 military police and other U.S. troops are getting orders for Cuba. They'll be building a prison at Guantanamo Bay Navy Base for Al-Qaeda and Taliban captives. Base officials have been told to preserve, prepare rather for as many as 2,000 prisoners in the coming months. Cuba? Yeah, uh, Gitmo. Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, that's in Cuba? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's kind of a weird oh. thing that we have a Navy oh. base right there in Cuba, but, but we do. Right. Now, now, that's not the one they've been trying to get clo- no, closed all this time. That's in Puerto Rico, that's right? That's yeah, Vyakis. I, I noticed they're not screaming to close that one so much anymore. They've yeah. kind of calmed down about that. Yeah, there was some ruling last week. Yeah, well, it seems like now with the current state of affairs, they kind of dig the idea of having like a whole <laughs> army right there on the island. Yeah, not a bad keep thing. practicing, boys. Yeah. Now that they're actually attacking people, we don't want you to leave now. 
More on the 15-year-old student pilot who stole a small plane and flew it into a building in Tampa over the weekend. An official Marilyn Manson? with the local air traffic controllers union says the plane had come within a thousand feet of a Southwest Airlines jet before it crashed into a high-rise building in Tampa. So, good news, well, I guess, is that he just killed himself. And that was a copycat thing. Well, he was aiming for the building. He had a note in his pocket that said that he sympathized with Osama bin Laden and supported the terrorist attacks here in the United States. However, he was not working with anyone. He was doing it on his own. Like you said before, Check I him. think it's a clear case of dorkiness. Retard. Being taken to the extreme. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he crashed a Piper Cub into a side of a building and killed himself. Yeah. Well done, Big Ears. So. <laughs> Yves Saint Laurent says he's retiring at age 65. He was just 21 back in 1957 when he was named head designer at the House of Dior following the death of Christian Dior. He opened his own fashion house in 1962 and popularized the tailored pantsuit for working women. Where will Darkseid get his clothing? <laughs> I know. Yves Saint Laurent what? Retiring. No Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> super to see you. I like the pantsuit, so that's uh, sad to see him go. The pantsuit? Does that mean no more pantsuits? Oh, they're out there all over the place now. Oh, he okay. popularized They'll be, they'll be knockoffs. Them. Yeah, okay. of course. Well, Osama bin Laden has edged ahead of Adolf Hitler to become the world's most hated man. Those findings come from Madame Tussauds' annual survey done by the Wax Museum over there in England. So, good news for him, I guess. You know what? Billy That's so. He's always he's the freshest in our mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, in, in my opinion, if you AB him, a, he doesn't give uh, Hitler a run for his money. Not yet. But not yet. His body of work is yet to be completed. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to let him complete it. He's going to no. be squashed because mm -hmm. uh, you know we learned a lot of lessons from uh, from that. We go a little bit a little, little faster on the uptake. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I mean, when you look at how, what Hitler did compared to uh, what you know, what, I mean, I'm not saying what Osama bin Laden did is acceptable under any circumstances, but Hitler still number one in my book. Both bad men with a bullet. Well, a council member in Cleveland, Ohio, is proposing a law against low-hanging pants inspired by rap artists. Legislation has been suggested and would have offenders being fined $25 for wearing trousers half-masked. You know, I was trying to explain that to my wife this, this weekend because Cody, who's a 12-year-old, He's been walking around and his pants have been falling off. <laughs> he hasn't got it mastered quite yet in how to keep them on. And <laughs> kind of the buddy hacking of the family, if you will. And and uh, she was like, what, what kind of an idiot? And I'm saying, honey, I know that's the style. What freaking style is that? I'm, I'm serious. I mean, they're, they're passing rulings like this in, in different places mm -hmm. to stop people from wearing their pants that low. Not falling off, but having them half hanging off your body. They're practically falling off. Yeah. I mean, what is, uh, what's the trick? None of our people really wear them like that. What is the trick to keep them on? Is it a belt or what? I, I mean, think so. I, well, the one I've seen it, what's funny is because I don't know as though it was originally inspired by rap. Because I've seen that look for a long time on... Guys who have much larger stomachs than hips, you know, and then the pants rest low <laughs> below the stomach. Yes, that's a very, you know very different about? thing. Yes. So anyway, that I think might have been the original inspiration. But I think what they do is they have the pants down 
good five inches below the boxer line. And then there's usually a thin rope style kind of belt holding them on, I guess. Mm, I've seen a lot of them without the belt. Oh, yeah. I've been amazed by that as well. I don't know how they keep it. How they overcome the forces of gravity, it's a mystery. Oh, well, first of all, and there are some old school guys, like the, the head engineer down here at uh, Radio 104, Charlie Brown, he wears them like that. But that's, I don't think it's a fashion statement. Uh, um, but I've heard that the, uh, the funny thing about that style is that it is jail-inspired by, by, you know, gay sex partners what? in jail. What? Yes. For easy access, <laughs> and that you the odd thing. That up. No, I have I have heard what? that. And that the odd thing is that it's been taken from there as like a cool thing when in fact it is very very different purpose in mind. <laughs> I've never heard that. Obviously, you're not hooked into the uh, jail community. I guess not. Don't they they wear pants like that? <laughs> like like a, a hello, I'm available? Is that some well, kind of sign? Sh- Sean, you know what I'm talking about? Have you heard that? I can't back you up on this one. <laughs> so why are you frantically nodding and lowering your trousers? He thinks it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they wear jumpsuits in prison? Yeah, they have those striped jumpsuits. No, that's well, when they're they go orange, out. But, they're n- but they are jumpsuits, aren't they? Yeah, I think that's so. That's when they go out in public. Not always. <laughs> I don't know. In some of the jails. I heard that. <laughs> I wrote you it. sound like Nick. I heard that. Well, I did. I think that I'm going to get backed up. There are some people in, in, in the big house right now who are listening going, right on D. Tell them like it is. Well, got to start writing you some letters or something. Easy but, access. Yeah. Half the time I'm just talking out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, Snyder. <laughs> 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 Want to take a break here? We'll come back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we come back. Is, is it more news or is it Rob Dibble? Um, hopefully Rob will be with us. If not, we'll continue. Okay. Uh, we'll around. come back he's with more news. Right now. Oh, he's snowblown. Okay. Yeah. We'll come back with more news. Whether it's... Uh, I mean, mm. if, if Rob's on the phone, we come back. Then we'll do news. A- continue the news afterwards. Okay. Stick around for more D-Sounder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. Am I completely off base here? By the way, if anybody can back me up, I don't want to hear anybody tell me that I'm wrong. But if anybody out there can back me up, one eight six six five five zero four D, can they make toll free calls from prison? <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, we'll be back. D. Listen to what this guy said. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Okay, we're back. So, um, is this true? Is true? That uh, the Bucks and the Eagles are going to be playing each other, facing off in the playoffs? Second year in a row. What was it, next Sunday? It's Saturday, actually. Saturday. Yeah, it's a Saturday game. Oh, yeah. Frank uh, Blados and uh, the Tuck gave me a heads up on that. So uh, so that's Shawn's team and Darkseid's team. Yeah, and he's Who's a little it? wimp. He's not even going to make a bet with me. I, 
It's because I don't bet, Dark Side. I'm not. I don't sit around with my football cards in an inflatable no, helmet. No, it's because you're a wuss. <laughs> no, I. Uh, so you don't feel str- you don't feel strongly enough about your team. No, uh, <laughs> he said he wasn't even quiet. No. You showed when, a deep, a quiet right, strength. This Fairweather oh. fan told me he wasn't even going to watch the game. Probably what? no, just because I get too stressed out, no and to avoid that stress, I just I'd rather just be surprised. You fair, know? fair weather fan, Dark Side. Cleveland Browns have been back for a few years now. Yeah, you jumped. I you already jumped found shit. a new team before they came <laughs> back, man. <laughs> Whatever. So anyway, he, he, he moved on. Blah, blah. He moved on. Yeah, so, okay, so there's no chance of getting a good little well, betting no, action going think, through no, you guys? I'll think about it. It's just that I, in 1980, the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. I was 10 years old. I bet five bucks. I lost it, and I have not bet since. Well, it's tough to you know what, recover son? from the $5 loss. I've, I've, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a gambler myself, and it all, all focused around one stupid bet I made. It wasn't a bet. I, I got sucked into that uh, three-card Monty on the streets in New York. <laughs> and I lost yeah. my last $20 to my name, my it's food money. And I said, that's exactly. it. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't bet. Look, last I, year, you uh, last year on this, you exactly, that's what I was just going to say. Last year on this very same game, First round of the playoffs, Tampa and Philly. I lost my hair to it, man. I'm willing to go the distance. So you should know why stupid. he doesn't want to bet that. No, I don't see that. Is Zach challenging you? Zach is it? Uh, no, he backed out too. He didn't want anything on it. You bet. Do you think, uh, Shawn? Do you think they're going to win? Honestly, the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, I do because the Bucks are 0 five in money, uh, road playoff games. Put your money where your mouth is. I don't have Psycho any money. Dan, you're, side. A, you're a sports, uh, more of a sports expert here. What do you think's got oh, the you're advantage? Ask a Patriots fan. Uh, no, I'll ask him to be fair. I think he'll be honest. He can be capable. Um, you know what? It's there's a possibility that the Eagles will go into this game a little bit overconfident, and the Bucks, I think, are playing for Tony jo- Tony Dungy's job. However, mm. I do see Philadelphia beating the Bucks. Anyway. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I'm psyched. My boys made it. I watched the game yesterday. Yeah, I saw the Thought end of that game important. too. I was. Uh, got to tune in for key games. It was a good, <laughs> good field goal there. <laughs> it was. A, it was. It was back and forth. It was. I, I don't know anybody watched it, but it was an exciting game actually yeah. to watch. But I, I just was watching some of the uh, some of the highlights. And I saw Michael Strahan breaking Mark Gaston's sack fart. record. Oh, that was. Uh, what lame. was the deal with that? That was lame. I can't believe they said, and Michael Strahan broke Mark Gasnow's sack record, and I watched Brett Favre fall down on the ground, and this guy fall on top of him, and then he starts crying. It looked like he was crying. He was just like so joyous. I said, did, did they throw that? What was the deal there? Totally looked like thrown. there was a lot of sideline talking he, going on. Totally thrown. Yeah, he doesn't deserve the record. I'm sorry. He didn't earn it. Well, that's the mm. thing. He's a really good guy, and he's well-respected around the league, and that's why Brett Favre did what he did. Is because he likes Strahan, as do a lot of players around the league. Jesus, couldn't tell with the way they were talking to each other the whole game. <laughs> I, am, I, I know. know. Each other all game long. The yeah. whole game, like after every down, I mean, they went and talked to each other, yeah. like whispering in each other's <laughs> helmets and they stuff. They were all patting Brett Favre on the head after, like, yeah. he, like he had done it. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> nice fall. <Yeah. laughs> you know? I, he probably would have. I mean, he probably would have got it eventually anyway, right? Nah, that was the last game so. for that. Was, was the end like, of the game? Oh. Yeah, it was like three, not minutes, even three left. minutes left. Yeah. yeah and they took Gastonow's record. That's all that guy has is his sack. Record. That guy is a sad sack. And a rap sheet. He doesn't deserve oh the record. God. I'm sorry. 
Was he really there on the sidelines? Yeah, he yeah. was there. He actually he looked pretty uh, straight up. He had a suit on and everything, looked cleaned up. But Yeah, he was getting ready to go to court. <laughs> 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 it never looked better than when they call him before the judge. If, I'll tell you right now. Everybody cleans up nice. If that doesn't show you how much the NFL is fixed, oh, I don't yeah. know what <laughs> does. doesn't show how much the NFL is fixed. Sure. I mean, the players are talking to each other. They know what's going on. I have... I, Dark Side and Psycho get really pissed when I talk about it, but a lot of these games are scripted. Yeah, and oh took a dive. <laughs> the, the games are scripted. Well, I used to when I was in <coughs> working landscape. Bobby Green Bay had nothing to lose. First of all, right? I mean, sure, they were going to the playoffs. The Giants were done. They were cooked. It was the end, right? So it was like, okay, what it comes down. down to is he just threw him a bone, really. You know what I mean? Brett Favre well, did. So I, I wouldn't get on him for that. I mean, yeah, but at least he could have let him hit him lightly, just so it looked <laughs> official. But it I would really be, I would bad. be angry if Favre. I were, if I were. The record holder whose record had yeah. been broken. Why? I mean, sacks, he might have got credit for some sacks along the way that were... I mean, sometimes do you get credit for a full sack, and then there's like mm-hmm. half sacks. Like he set the record with 22 and a half sacks, I think. And sometimes, right. you know, when you're in on the tackle, but you don't make it on your own. So, I mean, sometimes you get thrown a half a sack or something like that that you weren't necessarily in on, but you kind of just landed on the pile. So, I, I don't know. I... Gastineau didn't seem that upset, and it's the most camera coverage that he's gotten since the eighties. <laughs> he's so. got a no, but Gastineau should. I'm mean, probably going to interview him and stuff like that. But G- Gastineau was not a well liked player, so no, mm-hmm. people did not like Mark. So uh, it, he was no one well, throwing him. It might have had something to do with his celebrations <laughs> after you know the sacks themselves. But. Yeah, he still has the ruling that was passed <laughs> to stop him from doing a little dance around there. Yeah, exactly. I really like that. Hey, uh, so do we got do we have our man or no? Is he available? He's not around right now. He's snow blowing? Well, let's continue the news. Beth, what's going on? Well, News Service says men are twice as likely to know how much it costs to get a beer than they are to know their partner's bra size. Duly noted. 77% of men knew how much it costs to get a beer at their local bar, but only 38% could correctly state the bra size of their wife or partner. Yeah, I would have to guess. No, I'm not going to, gentlemen. But I, well, it's, but not I would, any, it's not anybody's I, I, business. But. No, but I would have to. I would have to. I think I could approximate. You know, I'd be one of the guys in there going, they're about this big, mm-hmm. and like holding my hands in the shape. Uh, no, but I think I could approximate, but I couldn't tell you like on the money. Oh, yeah, she's a blank. Mm-hmm. How about, would Glenn know yours? I think he would know both. How much it costs to get a beer and <laughs> <laughs> my process. What about you, Darcy? You know Michelle's? No, no. I know the approximate area. How many, you know how much the Sam Adams is? Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't drink beer, so I don't, I don't have that going for me, actually. Mm-hmm. The funniest thing was buying booze for my New Year's party for when you guys came over, because I never buy alcohol. And went in there shopping for alcohol, and Suzette and I have both got our cell phones working. We're calling people who are know, we, that we know are drunks to tell us, what wine do you buy? What, what, what should we buy? What do we need? Because we don't have a freaking clue. Got a few extra cases, by the way, Dark Side. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. Well, a member of a Village People tribute band was arrested for having fake guns in his luggage. 
Peter Morgan plays the cowboy in a Village People tribute band. But upon landing in Dubai, he was arrested on suspicion of being a terrorist. He spent 20 hours in a cell before the misunderstanding was sorted out. He was on his way to take part in a performance of the uh, Village Boys, that's what they call themselves, with a replica of the Colt 45s. I heard that he uh, was in for 20 hours, requested another 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finished yet, he said. I still have a few more guys to go. <laughs> he wanted to really recreate the Village that's People. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> a Village People tribute man. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I'll bet they do well, which is even sadder. Oh, those tribute bands do amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I mean, well, the thing is, you know, with a Led Zeppelin tribute band, you know that, that the people, you know who the people are, so it's different. But could you tell if it's a tribute band with the village people? I wouldn't know. As long as they had on the, you know, yeah. I, I need, all I need is a construction worker, an Indian, a cowboy, and a biker, and I'm, I'm there. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's really just as good as the original, probably. Shout, you could do the biker. Did you say, yeah, I think so? Yeah, I think you could be the biker in the tribute band. Because those yeah. tribute bands do make some good money. Yeah. <laughs> Serious money. They're making more money than Fault Line. So sure. That might That's have to not consider. too tough. I <laughs> 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 might have to consider uh, saddling up. Well, a New York man who holds the most titles in the Guinness Book of Records has just gotten himself another one. Ashrita Furman hula hooped while walking for two hours and 30 minutes to set his 71st world record. Among his other feats include fastest time to ascend Japan's Mount Fuji on a pogo stick. After completing his latest feat, he said, quote, I'm very dizzy and shaky. And I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and he had an L tattooed on his forehead. Oh. Jeez. Loser. Well, the world's oldest man has died at the age of 112. His name was Antonio Todd. And he swore the secret of his longevity was a daily glass of red wine. Uh-huh. See? He died on the oh. Italian island of Sardinia, relatives said. He passed away quietly in his sleep after asking to go to bed early. Oh. He, looked, he looked pretty good, actually. He did. I saw him. Yeah, except for the missing teeth. He looked pretty good. <laughs> I don't think he looked a day over 90. Really? No, I, I thought he... Actually, seriously, I thought he looked pretty good. See that glass of wine? That's why I started drinking a glass mm -hmm, of wine. Because mm -hmm. I read they say the health benefits are, are awesome. They do. One glass, Nick. One. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, plus-size model Emmy is saying thanks, but no thanks to a letter she received in the mail asking her to pose for Playboy magazine. That's a huge 38-year-old said... Quote, I was pretty slack-jawed. I thought to myself, I'd like to frame this letter and put it in my office. She says the offer was a lovely compliment, but turned it down due to feminist principles that she holds. Her husband, however, was far more receptive. He said, I know you don't want to do this. You are more than just your body, but wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> <laughs> now, does anybody know what she looks like? Oh, she's very attractive. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She's, it, and she's attractive? Do you know who she is? No, but how can you be that fat and attractive? Yeah. Well, it what about, uh, who's that one from Texas, uh, married the old man? Uh, oh, and Nicole and Smith. Anna Nicole, Anna Nicole Smith. She's plus-sized. She's attractive. Yeah, but I think, think that plus size. Last time I saw a pair of jugs that big, two hillbillies <laughs> were blowing up. Yeah, that comes from, like, uh, boob jobs and stuff. But, I mean, you can't 
for a woman, I think it'd be tough to be 170 pounds and up without, you know, with being attractive at the same time. Well, that's I think your that you actually opinion. have to see the picture. Nicholas, it's your opinion. You're saying that if you're heavy, it rules out being attractive. Yes, definitely. <laughs> see, can you imagine if you pay... Well, I have a bad example. What if Beth weighed like 200 more pounds than she does? I mean, we'd well, be, I would be uh, first of all, I'd be over 300, over 300 pounds. <laughs> yeah, and we wouldn't, like, you wouldn't so let's, be, let's, like... Let's beef her up. Let's bring her into the world of Emmy. Okay, let's say she weighed, bring in the world of Emmy, 100 more pounds than she does now. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you weigh, 105, 100, 105? I weigh somewhere around that. Okay. You don't want to give out your weight? You I, 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 yeah, but I, I weigh 108 last time I checked. Okay, so you're in that round, range. So if, you, if Beth was 60 pounds heavier, yeah. you're saying that precludes her being attractive. We'd probably be calling her Fat Beth behind her back. <laughs> well, now I know who my friends are <laughs> and why. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I don't so you'll, know. You'll only be my friend and not say bad things behind my back if I stay in shape. Well, yeah, but you'd have some nice boobs. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Straight off. Well, wouldn't it be the cruel irony if none of it went to my chest? <laughs> but, yeah, if you had a big ass waddling around and stuff. You I mean, don't know how it's laid out. I'm just saying that it's it's not beyond the realm, in my opinion, beyond the realm of possibility for a woman to be a plus size and to be be hot and be attractive. Dark, so you say that's out of the realm of possibility? No. Anna I've, Nicole Smith being a perfect example? No, I've seen some hot fat chicks. Yeah, there but, you but he's seen some hot fat chicks. Yeah, but he likes to hog from time to time. You know what I mean? But I, I D, have you ever been like at a table, sitting at a table with a, a woman who you thought was attractive, and you're talking to her, and she's shapely up top, but then she gets up and turns around, and you just see a big fat dumper. You know what I mean? I've done that so many times, and it takes away from. I'm not a fan of the big butt myself. Yeah, so but there I are some guys who like to you know spank that thing. I know, you but. Know? That's more of a fetish, you know what I mean? I wouldn't say that they're attractive. I mean, I don't know. Catherine, to you. Catherine Mann. Well, I think he's just stating his opinion. Mm. Uh, you he's know, trying to foist opinion. it upon you guys. I'm not trying to foist it. I'm just saying, like, dark. You're, You're clearly foisting. Don't, don't, don't even mention. Don't bring me into this, Nick. I would just say that dark side and deep behind closed doors would be if she was a fat piece of crap walking by they would be able to say she's a fat piece of crap she's ugly and unattractive but dark side would be the one to be like a uh, kind of fetish thing and just being like i'd like to you know spank that all me. i'm saying is i don't think it's i haven't seen the picture of this woman that it's out of the realm of possibility that she's attractive. All right, I'll look at the picture, too. The gravamen of my problem with you, Nicholas, <laughs> yeah. is that it's There's more no and more of your continual generalization. What, that fat people are unattractive? Yeah. There are plenty I, of skinny people who are unattractive and sure. plenty of heavier people who are very attractive. There are? It's true. Name one. Emmy is beautiful. Name one other than this. How about that uh, Mia Tyler? She's a plus size model. We had her in here. She was very attractive. Didn't you think yeah, so, Dave? Yeah, kind she's of. She's not fat. Th that's kind of. But a she's a way, plus, she's a plus size, model. size model. That's a scam to sell clothes, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody's got to represent for him. So she's yes. Oh. There are plenty of fat women, D, who have attractive. All this fat talk is Sean crying in a corner. <laughs> right. Look at him. Stop it. I mean, uh, so. They can have attractive faces, but when it comes down to it, I mean, they're fat pigs. So that's not your ideal. Don't assume that it's not the ideal of some other people. 
Well, the best thing about this is that it comes from Nick now. Nobody puts any no credence in things he says anymore. Unfortunately, <laughs> he has eaten up all the rest of my news time. I know. He's chewed up the news. We have some more news stories you want to do when we get back? A couple? Sure. Okay. Because I also have uh, some reaction to our conversation about sex with Christina Aguilera. <laughs> uh, well, it was actually about videotaping women unbeknownst to them and showing it and viewing it and, you know. Some of, of course, uh, people did react, as you might expect. So we'll do some stuff when we get back with more D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. D. Snyder Radio. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D. Snyder. I've seen him go nuts. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder. D. Snyder Radio. I just went online. We're just checking out at emmystyle.com. E-M-M-E. Style. It's her website for her clothing line now. There's a whole bunch of plus size models there. And what do you think of Emmy? She's beautiful. Yeah, she's very attractive. But Nick, you just leaf through there, and there's a whole bunch of plus size models. Mm-hmm. It's pretty attractive women. Yeah, I, I would look. Look, my wife's petite, and I like petite women. Okay. I mean, my wife complains about her height. She's five three, and I'm like. I like them like that. Mm-hmm. Dark side. I think you know what I'm talking about. Yep. You know, that's that's our thing. I'm just saying. It's not, you know, out of a realm of possibility for a woman to be attractive, you know, who's a little heavier and uh, and for people to find her attractive. Uh, yeah, but I don't think that someone who is, like, really large, I don't think that they could be attractive, but they're In definitely... your opinion. They're now. not as attractive as someone who... You saw Emmy. Is, is she attractive? Uh, yeah, but I mean, I don't consider her really plus size. I mean, she might have big hips, but that's about it. No, she's she's, she's roomy in the hips. She's mm. probably well, she's a model, so she's probably close to six feet tall. I'm sure it's she a, weighs upper hundreds. That whole model thing, though, is such a uh, scam. The plus size <laughs> models, because okay, maybe in Lane Bryant you'll see some fat pig up in a poster <laughs> or something like that. But for the most part, those national things, they take really attractive women. I mean, if you're going to advertise for plus-size well, clothing, they're attractive. of course, they're just I want to That goes with all models. That goes with, with thin people and svelte people and, you know. What do you think they're going to put, put up there to hey, sell I their clothes? Body, but you're not going to see me modeling. No, but I... <laughs> Ever. I know, but you could still put um, someone up there for the plus-size models, someone with an attractive face, but just is... Uh, Barreling over with fat everywhere. But why? Because that's what those women go in those stores for. Because they can't buy clothes anywhere else because they're too freaking fat. Right, right. This is a whole other discussion. I don't want to go into right now. We'll continue this tomorrow. <laughs> we'll get the happen? mail. I don't know because we turned his mic on. That's what happened. Sorry. We turned his mic on. Now, do you have a couple stories like to address? I've got some reactions. If you want me to, Christina. or you can do whatever you well, want. Was there something you're dying to say? Um. Well, I'll tell you, since I talked about the Star Wars thing, let me just tell you this. Okay. The movie does not open until May. Already, two U.S. fans are online 
to see the next Star Wars film. This is sad. Four and a half months before it opens. They are Jeff Tweeten and John Guth, and they are waiting outside of Cinerama in Seattle. Tweeten and Guth? And they are aiming to set a new world record for the longest wait for an event. Star Wars 2 Attack of the Clones, which, from the previous to me, looks kind of like an after-school special, opens May 16th. Looks like this love story between teenagers to me. The name is kind of hokey. Yeah. Somebody really should shoot them. So I don't know if anybody... get a job and do something with my life instead of acting like a little baby all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if anybody hears this, we're going to put them out of their misery. <laughs> uh, I just <sighs> do want to mention this, too. This was weird. You might remember that band EMF back in 1991 that had a really big hit, Unbelievable. Remember that oh, song? Oh, yeah. Unbelievable with the di- uh, Dice Man. Yeah. yeah. Oh! Yeah, right. Yeah. The bassist from that band died at the age of 31. His name was Zach Foley. No cause of death has been released. What's that? Did he kill himself? They won't say. They haven't said. It's a young age to die, and no cause has been released. This is a pretty cool song. I liked it a lot. Did you know that was Andrew Dice Clay sampling it there? It was? Yeah. Uh, this song... That, oh! I didn't know that. It takes me back to... Um, oh, wow. <laughs> Lifeguarding. Listen, you got it on there? How do you have that dark side? Starts the it's in song. The system. Yeah. Oh, it's in the system. Yeah. The okay, let's see song. if it's coming up. Go, keep playing. Keep playing the song. No, not that. What? I want to hear the song. <laughs> is, oh, it's right out of the song. That's the beginning of the song. Oh, oh, that's how it starts. See, it's the dice man. I wonder yeah. if he got money for that. I'll bet he did. It's a good O. What else has he got going for him? All right, we have reaction to that conversation about filming girls without their knowledge. And uh, as you might expect, there was uh, some interesting uh, reaction. Aaron from Hebron. Hebron. Uh, I said that wrong every time. Connecticut. Says, I couldn't believe the conversation that popped up about videotaping having sex with Christina Aguilera today. For those of you who missed it, there was a news blurb in Us Magazine that said, some guy, this is what it says, there's some guy going around claiming to have a videotape of him and Christina Aguilera having hot sex filmed without her knowledge. And a conversation erupted where Darkseid uh, said he would do that in a hot second just to show his buddies. Uh, Nick said he would do it in a hot second just for his own personal viewing, but later admitted that he would show it if he had to to prove his point <laughs> that he'd been with her. Uh, they were, it was putting hands that Nick was scumbag level one, Darcy mm-hmm. was scumbag level two, correct? I think so. Uh, I said that I thought it was disgraceful that do that unbeknownst to somebody. Then it got thrown up to me and said, well, what if we wanted to show it to you? And I, that was an interesting question because I said, I'd, well, I wouldn't believe you, so I'd watch it out of, out of just to be convinced that Darkseid wasn't just full of crap because I'd absolutely believe that Darkseid was full of crap. Of course. As we all would. Even you would look, Beth, to say... I no, I would say, I, you guys tell me if it's true. I wouldn't watch it. All right. And when I, I said, I'd like to think 
that I would say, hey, that's not cool, man. That wasn't cool. And even though the guy in me would want to watch it forever, no doubt about it, I'd try to rise above it and say, that isn't cool. I wouldn't like it if I was on receiving end of that. Or my old lady was on receiving end of that. And I'd walk away. I didn't, I'm telling you, I was as honest as I could be. I said, I'd like to think that I would. <laughs> so when the tape arrives, Dark Side will find out. <laughs> well, the truth will find out when the tape arrives. And we'll use either yours or Nick's or Sean's or Psycho's. Okay, whoever brings it in. You can't handle the truth. Okay. Uh, Steve from Madison said, uh, he said, um, I would ask before recording, he said, if I were to see her, just one, uh, see her just one time, however, and never see her again, and felt I could get away with it, I might I tape it. <laughs> but I still wouldn't show it to anyone. But man, that's a dream right there. You can't do that just once and go back to your normal life. Damn it, I need some mementos. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was the kind of... The temptation, though, once you have it to show it, has got to be overwhelming. At least to, oh, I'll just show it to my best friend. And then some of my other friends. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, Genghis John, Herbert Barbarian, says uh, he's a level two scumbag. Uh, no, he says, okay, so Darkseid's a level two scumbag for taping Christina and him doing the nasty, then showing the tape to his friends. Does that make me a level 1.5 scumbag for watching his tape? If I ask to see it again, do I move up to 1.75? <laughs> and what level scumbag is the guy who agrees to hide in the closet and tape Darkseid and Christina doing it? Well, he's just a loser. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name again, Darkside? Wiley. <laughs> Wiley. <laughs> the filmer. Has Wiley filmed before? No, not me. <laughs> I don't know what he does on his off time. Oh, okay, okay. He says, continues, says, for the record, if by some miracle I could score with Christina, I wouldn't tape it. Now, if I was to score with Britney Spears, the invitation-only party starts at 7, <laughs> showtime is 8.30. <laughs> Uh, Eric from Waterbury says, I would take this Christina Aguilera video to to another level. Let me explain. After it was over and the video was made, I'd blackmail her with it. So what level of scumbag am I? A four or a five? Off the charts. (laughs) He'd blackmail her. What a guy. Yeah, no kidding. What a guy. Uh, Actually, um, one guy, Mike, wrote in, and I don't know if this is true. But this is what Mike says. He says, for people who seem to be okay with videotaping a woman without her knowledge and then sharing it with others, I hate to burst your bubble, but that can be construed, construed as rape. Continues to say, rape is an unwanted sexual action taken on a person that they cannot stop. You propose to your mate, let's try bondage. They say yes, and you guys have some fun. It's one thing. You propose bondage, they say no. You tie them up and have sex with them. It's rape. They didn't want it. They didn't ask for it. You still did it. Plain and simple, that's rape. You want to make home videos for yourself? That's grand. Have a great time. But it's still about consent. If you videotape without permission, you're engaging in a sexual act that they did not give permission for or ask for and are helpless to stop. That's nitpicking, isn't it? Is that true? I don't know what the I don't know what the legalities are. That's bringing it. Even if it's not illegal, it is definitely immoral. No. Yes. Come on. I don't think. I just so. wonder if if there's truth in that is considered rape. Well, I mean, what would would she have a case in court? <laughs> Any lawyers out there? 
866-550-4D. I mean, I know it's late in the show, but anybody have that answer? See, I don't I mean, think... What, I, I couldn't see that. That's not could you the take actual somebody to sexual court? act. The sexual act is what's happening... You're violating someone. Look, okay, what I'm trying to say is when I was agreeing with it, saying, yeah, that's a cool thing to do, I'm not saying somebody that you're serious about, somebody it that you have respect matter. for or anything like that. Any, if you pick up a hoe in a bar and you don't even know her last name, and she sleeps with you on that first night and you don't even know her, it's a one night stand. Obviously, she's her doing morals, you a pretty big favor as it is. I'm yeah. telling you, obviously, her morals are lower than scum. So what the hell does it matter if you tape it? She's a hoe. So you desi- you've decided that her morals are lower than scum and she she's, deserves to be filmed. She's sleeping with you, like she picks you up at a then bar. Then she and- should probably have no problem if you asked her. If she is a piece of crap, yeah. you yeah, probably say, hey, you mind if I film this little escap- sexcapade? Yeah, She'll probably why, say yes. Yeah, but right? why, you know, why risk it? Well, what if she views it totally differently? Like how? You know, why is she, why is she, you know uh, what if she views it differently? She's giving herself to you. I don't know. I'm just, say, on the, just saying, on the first what's the big deal? Ask her. So? So ask her. Say, hey, you mind if I film this little thing we're going to do here? Uh, Too nervous she'll say no. Right, you're if she so says sure no, she's blown, a hoe and a low life and, and morally has no morals whatsoever, then you're probably then she should have no problem asking a woman of this type. If she minds her filming, why would she care? You probably might be one you of know many, what? right? You might be right. And you know, just because she's made for an error in judgment that that night, <laughs> you don't have to say that she's she's oh, come vacuous on. of all morals and she's a hoe and come a skag. On, you're doing the same on. thing. What does that say about you? Yeah. Maybe she's too. taken. Maybe Hoes she's are taken people too, him. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dark side, Dave, you can be very charming. Okay, I've seen you be very charming. Not today, my friend. You. Not today. All right, boys, bring on the horse. No, I can put on the charm. So ask her. <laughs> Why not ask her? And I, my question is, if you film somebody and they don't know, can they take you to court on that? If they're not too embarrassed. Because you obviously have to show the film and all that stuff like that. And have to admit it. Yeah, to have a beer with Dark Side Day. Well, let's say it's not Dark Side Day. Let's say it's anybody. Okay. And they filmed you. Do you have legal grounds to, to take them to court? Inquiring minds want to know. Somebody out there knows the answer to this. Maybe Glenn knows the answer to this. Discuss it at I'm dinner. I'm sure he can tonight. look it up if he doesn't know the answer right away. Yeah, so if nobody else is going to help me, I know we've got some lawyers out there listening to this show. Give me a call and let, or call or... Yeah, matter of fact, we're going to take a break right now. So if somebody knows, give me the answer right now. Give me the answer. Otherwise, email me at dsnyderradio at clearchannel.com. Let's take a break. Come back. Oh, wait a minute. We got somebody up. Is the call track working now, or what's the deal with this thing? Is it no, been fixed yet? No, it's not working. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Our crack staff. Uh, we got Chris from Danbury, Connecticut, online, too. Chris, are you a, uh, a lawyer by any chance? No, I'm not a lawyer, but actually I have videotapes, but I've never showed them to anybody. But I also used to listen to phone conversations with a scanner in high school. <laughs> um, but it's, it's now illegal and considered voyeurism. You no longer can videotape. Whether it's in your house or not, you no longer can videotape anybody without their permission and it's considered voyeurism. Well, that's good news. Now, you, the operative word it, there was now illegal, meaning it, it now, wasn't yeah. previous, it wasn't illegal before? It was not. I believe it was a year and a half or two years ago when they when they finally put that into law. And is that nationally or, or, or Man, is, it lo- I, is it state law? I believe it was a federal law. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's good. I yes, guess you wouldn't people, still people be here doing, if it was a state law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, people were getting in trouble. So, like, women were bringing guys to court for doing this, Good. and all of a sudden now it's a law. 
All right, so so, so you you filmed women with you, uh, unbeknownst to them. Uh, yeah, girlfriends. Uh, yeah, but as the two of, two of them do know, I just did destroy one of the tapes because one of them is engaged and getting ready to get married, so that had to go. I really cramped your style. But I never, I never showed him to anybody. Okay, no, I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, I mean, you're being very honest, and you're, you're yeah. anonymous, so you can talk uh, here. Um, how do, how did you do it? <laughs> no, not that I want lessons, but did you have like a hidden camera, or did you have a friend? Did you have Wiley in the closet filming, or what? <laughs> no, no, I did it all. I used the standard VCR, but I had a little IBM Flex camera, one that's actually used for a computer. It's, it's a real high quality video recording. But it's a right. little flexible camera on a shaft, and I just plug that into the VCR and use that. Used by computer oh, so nerds and pervs everywhere, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm calling you a perv. But. No, no, they're, they're great taste. But, you know, it, it is illegal. So we're going to get one of those. <laughs> Thank you for the information, and uh, I guess you edit out all those taint shots, huh? Uh, all, right. all right, thanks, Chris. Thanks for calling. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back. It's in just a little bit. It's time for what do we learn today? You know how it's played. Eight six six five five zero four D. Give us a call. Tell us what you learned. Win a D Snyder Radio prize pack. It's as simple as that. Stick around. More D Snyder Radio to come. It's Radio One Hundred Four and XL One Hundred Two. Call D now. 1-866-550-4D. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Get used to it. Highest in quality. I kind of like it. Best for you. Radio 104. Got a bad feeling. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. One eight six six five five zero four D number four D E E. We're playing. What did we learn today? Got a D. Snyder Radio prize pack for the winner. I was explaining to these guys. I don't look. I, I, I you know. I may not be normal, all right? But, I mean, I've obviously been backstage at a few shows, and I was saying to the guys, you see girls back there. I'm an observer, all right? I wasn't a participator. That's how I've kept the relationship for 25 years. I, those hot tubs, they wound up biting you in the ass sooner or later. Um, and you'd see girls coming back, and they knew what was going on. They knew the game. They were playing the game, the groupie game. And as good as they were giving, they were getting and, 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 and that's great. That's, that's part of the rock and roll thing. But there would also be other types of girls back there. And there'd be these, these girls who clearly thought that somehow they were going to change their lives by hanging out with their heroes. And they just wanted to make their lives more special or something. And it was sad to see them back there at Dark Side and taking advantage of those kind of people. That's what I was saying when you, some, you pick up some girl in a bar or whatever... You know, you know, some of them know what's going on. CO2 cartridge girl. <laughs> and she's getting it the first night. And yeah, she's been, you know, sorry about that. She's, she plays the game. And yeah, she's going with you the first night and she knows what's going on. And there's other girls who might go with you on the first date. And they're viewing it very differently. Like what? And it doesn't mean that, like, 
I don't know. You know, like somebody if, girls okay. used to hang out with these trolls Maybe and shovelheads. Maybe she's lo- been lonely what do you think for a really with long the band time. For? Yeah. All right. For example, like I said, if I'm hanging out at the bar in downtown Hartford, whatever bar you pick it, and I pick up a straggler at the end of the night and I bring her home, don't even know her last name, nothing like that. It's a one quick night, 5 a.m. walk of shame for her. So what if I'm videotaping it? So do you think that she wants a moral low point in her life documented? If she's coming home sleeping with me, I'm pretty sure that might be her low moment. That's like, what I mean. You think point? she wants that on film forever and ever? How is she going to know? I'm that, it's not like she's a Christina Aguilera where that's going to get sold on the internet. Like anybody wants happen. to see two no-names doing it on tape. You never know. All, the, all, I've, all I'm saying is, if you're so confident that she's yeah. you know, a loser in a low life and a, a whore... And she probably have no problem. She should have no problem with you being filmed. Yeah, but if I throw a little videotape on here, we film this escapade. Yeah, but why escapade. risk it? Like well, I said, well, she ne- might not be into it because I've she may just she may have actually thought that you were hey, kind of a nice guy, and she thought maybe that you, she maybe she'd have your she'd get you. If, to, if she gave herself to you, that's what on they the think first a night, lot of guys. I'm telling you, this is this is speaking personally. The guys that I know don't—they just don't respect. And Nick, you can back me I up know on this. A of couple all who people, are married who slept together the first time they went out. Well, that's an exception. That's an so exception. It but Nick, you can back me up on this. Most most guys, I'd say ninety percent of the guys out there, maybe higher, do not really have a deep seated respect for women that they bone on the first night. It just doesn't usually happen. You know what I'm saying? If she's willing to put out that easily, there's not a, a high respect level, not a high enough respect level. Don't get me wrong. I don't sit at home videotaping, nor have I videotaped any any of my past uh, uh, girls that I've been with. No, I didn't. But I'm just saying. <laughs> don't have electricity in the trailer yet. There's a respect level there. It's all about respect. You I know can't. generator gives you away. I lose respect for them if they don't sleep with me on the first date. <laughs> and they don't come back again. You're a special oh, case. Oh okay, that's a whole nother area. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother area. Okay, all right, look, um, the phone lines are all screwed up. We're going to do the best we can. We've, they've been working on the, uh, they're working on the computer system because they're trying to get online broadcasting going again. For some reason, that destroys everything else. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird touches. that it affects the phones, but it does. It does. I know, they said to me, listen, we're going to get that, uh, we're streaming audio again pretty soon, but the lo- phone lines are going to be down. I'm like, Why? One's a computer, one's a phone. But uh, apparently it's a problem. Well, let's just do the best we can. What do we learn today? Let's do some singing. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. Let's go to line one, Dark Side Dave. We've got Lenny from Waterbury on the phone. Good morning, Lenny. How you doing? Pretty good, D. I learned that your snoring may be responsible for the California earthquakes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, my wife would absolutely agree with that. She said, she swears she's going to tape me. Lenny, I'm like begging her, please don't tape me. I won't be able to sleep anymore if I hear just how horrible and loud I am. It's disgusting. I said, just stuff a pillow on my mouth. Hold on, Lenny. Relate. My girlfriend kicked me out of bed a couple times over it. <laughs> Oh, did she? In fairness oh, yeah. to my my wife, I've actually, because I know she can't sleep at night, and I offered to actually, I said, do you want me to go in the guest room? And she says, no way. We're not doing that. I, I said, all right. Three right. rights trips. They work good, though. Yeah? Yeah, I'm telling you. How many do I have to eat? <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on, Lenny. Okay. Uh, Beth Lockwood. Uh, I learned today that it might be that the low-riding pants are inspired by... 
What was it you said? Easy access prison I'm telling trunks? you, it was a prison sex style <laughs> that that the, the idiot kids thought was, oh, that's cool. Look at, look at the guys, the hardcore guys in prison are doing it. And they didn't realize that it was, they weren't that hardcore, those guys. They were hardcore <laughs> in a different direction. All right. I'm telling you. Okay, all right. I will be proved out on this. Where are my brothers and sisters in the big house, in the slammer? And how about some of those correction officers that are listening? Email us, dsteinerradio at clearchannel.com. I'll be proved out on this one. Okay? Ha ha, last laugh will be on all of you. Okay. Let's go to line two. It is Chris from Manchester, Connecticut. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. So, Chris, what did you learn today? I learned that Dark Side Dave, Dark Side Dave, does not have any morals, and apparently isn't shopping through the X-rated video section for the um, the whole little uh, anonymous and uh, voyeuristic type videos. There's like volumes of these things at one point in time. I was going to say that, and I'm not a porn guy, but isn't there a whole market for that thing? Yeah, there's a huge market for it. For like, the, there's magazines with like Girl Next Door, where just like the average girl, you know, just taking pictures of herself. Or how about naughty, Beaver Hunt? Naughty neighbors. About, <laughs> exactly. Beaver, no, I gotta say, I'm not into it. That's the whole thing. Is that's not my Hold bag. Hold on, Chris. I'm not, oh, God. I'm not. I'm not into it. You know, I'm not into videotaping or watching videotapes. I mean, if it was Christina Aguilera, yeah, that's cool. But I'm just saying, there are certain occasions. It's hypothetical. It's it hypothetical. Right. Situation. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not a video perv or anything. I'm just saying to clear it up a little bit more, I think that there are certain situations where it's not necessarily all that much of a bad thing for it to be happening. We okay. got you. We understand you're clear. We're very clear on, on your feelings. Speaking of your feelings, Dark Side Dave, mm -hmm. what did you want to do? What did you learn today, man? I just learned that there's a permanent rainbow over uh, Beth and Glenn's house every morning waking up. Even on a cloudy day, the sun is shining bright. What's birds are that? out singing. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with that at all. It's great. It's just not the real world, Beth. No, it's really What? You weird. make it seem like I don't have problems. Just because I'm happy in my marriage, you guys think that that's something bad. No, it's just... Uh, you, name one problem conflict. you've had recently. Well, I don't talk oh. about everything. There was the car issue. She does have problems with that car. And remember, dinner wasn't that great the other night? Oh, yeah. That's See? true. Dinner wasn't that great. If it was all that perfect and that rainbow-like, every meal would be like, it would be um, ambrosia. Food of the gods every time. There you go. She just keeps a smile on. Mm -hmm. just, doesn't make that, she doesn't look at the downside, Darcy. She looks at the upside. <laughs> right. She's not a gloomy Gus like some people we know. <laughs> Am I going to get this straight? We don't have, our toll-free lines aren't working. What? Well, I'm noticing the phone lines that are being used, and I get the impression the toll-free lines aren't working. Oh, they are working earlier. Oh, they were? Okay. Yeah. Okay, good enough. Uh, let's go to Jeremy from Manchester, Connecticut. Good morning, Jeremy. How are you, man? What's going on? What did you learn today, Jeremy? Dark Side Dave is one of the worst marijuana smokers I've ever seen if he can't convert grams to ounces. Uh, you know what? I was thinking, honestly, Jeremy, I was thinking 16 ounces. I was thinking when she when they said uh, grams, I was thinking ounces. <laughs> 16 ounces is a pound. Well, I'll tell you what, Jeremy. To be honest with you, man, I never bought in grams. That's kind of low weight, dude. I don't know. <laughs> oh, nice excuse. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, we'll buy that. <laughs> you had the brain over there. <laughs> he never bought. He grew his own, Jeremy. Yeah. Okay, hold on, Jeremy. Good, good observation. 
Well, Nick Lentino. Well, what can you say about Nick Lentino that hasn't already been said about Rugburn? Nick? Uh, well, I learned that there's a uh, whole big scam going on in the uh, plus-size model industry from Beth. And what? Uh, No, please. I did not teach you anything about that. I'm uh, going to go over to Lane Bryant today tomorrow and uh, find out what's going on over there because um you know i want what's being sold as advertised you know what i mean that's almost like false advertisement if you get some chick who's relatively you know good shape and everything like that i'm really lobbying for fat pigs on the posters in front of that <laughs> store so uh i'm gonna go talk to them and find out what's going on over there is this a uh, man on the streets? It might bit? be. Sean and I had another idea for this week, but we might hit a... a you know. Oh, this week? You mean as opposed to the one last week and the week before and the week before that? <laughs> it's a new you season, You haven't been out dude. over a month, pal. We should make this a New Year's resolution. As a matter of fact, the last time you went out was before I had the conversation with you where I said, you've got to go out every week now, and you said, yes, I will. You never went out again. It's you work well with an edict. It's the holidays. Um, I don't know, but yeah, we're going to be out. It's a brand new season. Okay. <laughs> On the streets. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's line. Jeremy, call back, man, because you were the strongest one uh, so far, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Well, what I learned, it was pretty much um, about Dark Side. I learned he's a bigger scumbag today than he was <laughs> Friday, on Thursday. Oh. Who would have believed it? You're, you're just. I thought you were a little more sensitive than that. Maybe I'm too sensitive, you know? Yeah, dude, you need to grow thicker skin or something. I've got a plenty thick skin. It's just when it comes to, you know, to certain things, I decide that, you know, I don't need to be that hard to get by in life. You know, there's plenty of other, I mean, if I'm out there looking to, to get laid, there's plenty of other willing participants. I don't got to take advantage of some unsuspecting girl uh, who's who's got emotional problems. It's a, ah, I don't want to go with that. Ah. You're totally reading me wrong. Ah. That's no, all. You guys, ah. you guys are reading me wrong. Okay. And Nick, I learned you're capable of uh, actually, well, this is only day one. But you learned a new word. You used it multiple times during the show. What was your word, Nick? Gravamen. means the material or significant part of a grievance or complaint. Think how you were going to blow management's mind <laughs> when you drop that word in the next salary discussion. And you have a lot of complaints. Look, so you should be throwing that around like crazy. Yeah, I know. Look, Paula, the gravamen of my of my problem is this. Mm. She'll be like, what? She'll be down there with a thesaurus. Her head will be spinning so fast, she'll give you a raise. You don't even know what happened to her. That's right. So when you say gravamen, <laughs> all right, read them a weep, shout. What do we got? All right, Lenny from Waterbury, Connecticut, learned that your snoring D might have something to do with the California earthquakes. Chris from Manchester, Connecticut, learned that Darkseid has no morals, and he obviously hasn't been going to the video store because he would, <laughs> otherwise he would know that there's a huge market for uh, amateur porn. And finally, Jeremy from Manchester, Connecticut, learned that Darkseid is the worst mar marijuana smoker ever because he didn't even know the difference between grams and ounces. 
I don't know what happened to Jeremy on line, on line three, but he's got to call back. Because mm-hmm. that was that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. so Jeremy, call back and claim. All right, Beth, you cool yeah, with that? Yeah, I think so, too. Claim your prize. That was a good observation. We let that one go completely by. Yeah. That the big pot smoker couldn't get Mark Rams down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burnt, whatever. Uh, whatever. Whatever. All right. Well, uh, with that said, it is time for us to go. We've got things to address, people to attack, ah, problems to be dealt with. Tomorrow on D Snyder Radio, we will hook up with Rob Dibble. He's good that way. You know, if he misses us one day, he calls in the next day. We don't get paid, so we have to take him when we can get him. Of course, talking to Rob Dibble from the Dan Patrick Show on ESPN Radio every afternoon between 1 and 4 p.m. On a station near you. Also, uh, let's see. We'll have a brand new word of the day for Nick. You ready for your next challenge, Nick? Sure, no problem. Grovman today. Who knows? Mitigate tomorrow. Who knows? (laughs) Okay. And uh, also, we've got the New Year's resolution generator. Going to check that out. Since we didn't do too well coming up with New Year's resolutions on our own, maybe the New Year's resolution generator can help us. Plenty to do tomorrow. Have a great day and hang out with Radio 104 and XL 102. You could do worse. Bye. Yeah, I think we accomplished enough for one day.